My greatest lifetime memory is my moment when um, I embraced God. This is a moment when I was, I was going through a tough time. I had lost everything. I basically sat down and I started reflecting and I felt compelled to put my hands together. Well, I remember I, I said to myself, well, I don't pray, so what do I say? And I just said, thank you. And then waterfalls of tears came flying out of my eyes like, Psh! this is like going on for a whole minute. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box. So I'm super excited, like super excited to sit down with Jason, the art god, Lee. Jason Lee. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I give you um, 7.5 for that one. Yeah, that was weak. Out of 10. Because on the phone, yeah, man, I killed was, that shit. You know what it Thank is? Thank you for being real, by yes, the way, bro. Let's 7. start it 5. off with some realness. You know what? 7.5 because this is what I'm. People don't understand how much of a marketing genius that I am with my mentality. So I love how modest you are, Jason. <laughs> Let's start with that. No, thank you. I appreciate that. I, We're going to talk I'm, about I'm, modesty I'm, I'm, because, actually, no, because false modesty has hurt me in my life a lot. And I'm uncomfortable with over, um, over uh, 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 celebrating myself or when others do it a little bit. So I'd like to understand it better because I know that it's hurt me that there's a balance there of having confidence and having like false confidence so yeah we'll come back to that go ahead yeah no nah, so, like for me like i people don't realize that i i was born and raised in art creativity right so but i don't look at art as just a drawing or the image of it i, I get deep into it because i understand that i could i could draw out the the emotion you know like the passion i see the finer details of all that stuff than a normal human being so like when when I say a marketing genius, as far as like the intro, right? My mind automatically. See, this is why I'm I'm a, I became an artist, a kid, just a regular kid, who wanted to be an artist, who became an artist, and then surpassed and dominated to become a master artist. And then I was the best of the best in the game. I never like there's no I've never been defeated by any other artist as far as a challenge wise or how does or, one get defeated as an artist um easily really easily how um so if you're an artist and let's say you do one style of artwork right and then somebody says hey is that all you could do i'm a one-trick pony baby one-dimensional artist but if you're if you're an artist that says oh man i could do this style I could do that style. I could do that. Actually, I could do all styles. And I could create new styles also. That's a different kind of mentality of thinking as an artist. So that's, a, that, that's what I call infinite ability okay. and power. So you, okay, yeah. this is interesting. Yeah. I want to ask you, and I'm, I'm being like sincere yeah. here. Yeah. I, you believe in art as like this bigger concept of creativity versus what most people think of themselves as an artist is they automatically go, what kind? Like, oh, I am a, you know, uh, uh, um, oil-based painter on canvas or I'm a graffiti artist or I'm this or I'm an event planner. But you're saying, you're, you're thinking of art as a more general philosophy. Yeah. So let me ask you, is it yeah. valid to be a master of one style of art because there are a lot of people that 
master one lane and they're, they're amazing at it, yeah. can you still call yourself a master artist or not in your opinion? Uh, you're a master of that one general craft. Got it. You could be or that. that one specific. Yeah, that one specific craft. Gotcha. Yeah, you could be that. There's nothing wrong with that. I I um I know a lot of artists that are one dimensional artists. Most right. artists, I would say, are one dimensional artists. Right. So that's yeah. interesting because that exp <laughs> like I get more what you mean when you yeah. say, "Hey, like no one can really step to me because right. you're thinking about art on a different level." Different and I level. Get that. Yeah. To you, art could be an experiential thing. You so, could create an, a, a distraction in a subway, and that's art. Yeah. And why not? Constant, you're constantly evolving your art form. Yeah. Now it's podcasting. It's also part of your art. Yeah. Like to me, the um, reason why like people who say art, right, it's a, it's a limited mentality to say art. That's why for me, I always tell people I create innovation, high-powered innovation. Now Is it's, it a different, yeah. if it's, a, it's a different, different thought process from somebody who just sees a painting or art like on a wall or art as a commodity or something, you know, or just like some asset that like, I want that image, you know, so but explain it, that. Yeah. So it's, um, so people, when you go, when you go to art school, right, this is probably like the biggest, uh, problem in the education system in art. Um, when you go to art school, they don't teach you about the business of art and they don't teach you about the limits of art. Right, so they teach you about the limits of art. They say, well, "Stay in the line, do it this <clears throat> way. This is how you do this." Well, they teach you about the limits, but then, they, right? But then they yeah. also don't teach you about the limitless part right. about it, right? And the business and they yeah, give you the a business. tiny little lane. They definitely don't teach you the business. That's for sure. They they won't teach you like you need an art money one hundred and one. So give us a, <laughs> you know so, give us like a two to five minute course. Uh, but um, so, I was going to yeah, say, go back to the uh, the innovation. Yeah, um, yeah. So my mentality was was uh, most artists in this world, when they think about art, they say, like, it's, I always tell people, it's not about how well the art's created. That's like only one mentality towards uh, something that you might see. I said, it's deeper than just the rendering. I could render it better than any other artist if I wanted to. Yes, I could. But that doesn't make that the best amazing concept in the world. Right. I told you it's about the idea, the concept that and is the, the most powerful. And the, the most story too. Valuable. Right? That's where everything starts. The story. And then if you if you create that concept, then that's why I create that into a reality. And I have the ability, my skill is just something that I show in front of people to show my God given talent to be able to take an extreme of an object or a mark and make it into reality right right like i've and even the th the thought process going into it yeah the discussion you have in your head or with someone else on what is the expression gonna even be is part of the art yeah the rendering is just a part of that expression so if you just go straight to the rendering yeah that may not mean anything just because you have technically great drawings but what's the story behind it that's going to connect with people now yeah. for example josh and i our producer videographer photographer man overall man extraordinaire over here we were talking about his photo shoots and i was just challenging him to say do you sit down and interview your customers before you do the photo shoot every time as if you're doing a podcast as if you're asking them hey what's your story what are we doing here today 
instead of, all right, how's it going, guys? So what are we doing? A photo shoot? Okay, sit over there. All right, all right guys, let me uh, have you guys together. That, that's not going to be a piece of art. It's just going to be like them smiling like they always do in every picture. But if you want to be humans of New York level, he would sit, find somebody that would tell his, his or her story, get to know the person, and snap that one perfect shot. So if you see his book, it's like that one perfect shot that tells a story that's then described in his beautiful paragraph. He's a storyteller, man. So it's not just the, oh, I clicked a picture. Who the fuck cares? Anybody can click a picture. Why did you stand there at that time with that lighting and that person with that emotion? How did you get them in that state of mind? He was talking to them. They started thinking and he goes, boom, that's it right there. That's who you are. I just captured the essence of you in this moment. Sad, happy, whatever it is. So I think that's you're you're expressing art on like a deep, deep level, not just, oh, I'm good at drawing somebody's face. Like when you draw people's portraits, tell me about the process really. It's not just pencil strokes, which are beautiful and super detailed, by the way. And I didn't realize how masterful until I got really close and I was like, holy shit, there's like a hundred little pencil marks within a centimeter square that is like looks like it's carefully thought through right so what's your yes. process for drawing somebody man yes i'll be real with it i'm the michelangelo of today of this modern generation that's why i draw i draw people <clears throat> artists uh in this day and age do not do that that's a renaissance technique that was done over 500 years ago michelangelo leonardo da vinci Raphael. Those artists did that. Explain, please. They I'm drew. They a, would draw. Dummy. They would have to draw every day a person, people. They would have to just go out into the world, sketchbook in hand, king and queen. I draw you. Why? You know, Why? Like, Explain. To to basically perfect their technique of drawing, right? How do you become a great artist at drawing? Right. You got to draw every day. Right. If you don't 100%. draw every day, you lose. You actually you lose the natural ability. First off. Because you're gonna lose the sense of dominating the canvas, so like I'm not connected with the canvas or the or the the instrument anymore. Not connected with it, and not 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 taking it from a slow speed to a high intensity speed, right? right? So when you it's when like you, coming off of an off season and jumping into a preseason game and stinking it up because you're still the same player, but not yet in the flow. So yeah. you got to be in the flow every day. Yeah. I always tell people, art's not the the education of art's not difficult at all. If you want to be an artist, then start drawing. Get a sketchbook and start drawing. You're going to start drawing one, then maybe you might draw ten. You might draw. Then I'm going to test you to draw a hundred, and then draw a thousand. And after the thousandth one, I want you to look at the difference from the thousandth to the first one. Beautiful. And then you're going to see the difference in how much skill you developed. It's so Bro, simple. Can I tell you that little story is so powerful because the reason when we work on ourselves, we stop is because we don't plot the improvements on a graph. The reason companies have month to month meetings is they sometimes are surprised. Oh, shit. We didn't realize last month we only did this. This month we did better. Art, I didn't think about this. No wonder... Because people always go, how do you stay motivated? How do you... The first 10 or 20 pictures aren't really motivating you. You have to just do it for the love and the practice. But when you get to the thousandth one and you fucking line that shit up on a wall and go, 
I just improved. Like, and you see it. It's an actual visual representation of your improvement. That's why you're like, I'm never stopping. Because I, I keep seeing that wall getting more and more amazing. And now it's not even a picture on the wall anymore. It's like Carnegie Hall. Like, <laughs> it's not even a picture anymore. It's like a fucking NFT hologram now. It's like you just keep evolving to this limitless artist. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, yeah, man. Um, That's good shit, dude. Damn, it's so crazy. We got deep into it. And we I didn't know. even introduce myself properly to the world. Yeah, so introduce Actually, yourself, back to, man. Yeah, because I want to get into the, like, the really juicy topic of your brand and yeah. you calling yourself the art god yes. and what that means and really crack into that nut with you like yeah with no you're gonna no, actually like, you're gonna get the, pulled. you're yeah. gonna get the full story yeah i, I want to challenge you i think there's things that i've kind of told you about a little yeah. bit about myself but i haven't really in depth told you the story and the meaning behind it and, can i also challenge yeah. you to to like really you know when we talk sometimes yes and i probably do it too and you can call me out too like I can't help but play to the camera a little bit. Meaning, like, I'm aware that, you know, Ani's here, Josh is here, cameras. Yeah. But it's only, like, we're only affected a percentage. And I, I want to have, you know, when we have, like, our nobody's around conversations. Right. That's <laughs> that's so helpful, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I want, that's where we see each other's essence, I think, fully. And we're not really, like, playing to, like, anybody. But yeah tapping into really what our minds are saying and what we're thinking and then i might not agree with something and i love how i can i can challenge you and say dude like that doesn't make any fucking sense to me and then sometimes you tell me something that i go damn dude that's like i never thought of the shift i just assumed that is how it is and then you go no no, no but i'm i'm aware of that i'm trying to make people do that <laughs> and then so i want to get into this man like go ahead Absolutely. Tell us who you yes. are first, and yes. then we'll go. We'll go from there. <clears throat> I want to do this actually first uh, because you, you had did your introduction, the Bruce Buffer introduction of the warm up, God, warm up. I got another right? one for you. You did go the warm up. You got to let me tell you. I'll throw out all the information to you about why my mind is so intuitive about marketing, genius brand design marketing. Right, you have to think like a genius with your brand design, and not only your brand design, your image, your perception value, but how you speak, and how the words that people say about you represent you, and how much of a leader you are about that. If you're not a leader about that, then you cannot cannot have honor for somebody who who screams your name out with honor. In, in a proud way. But if I feel that you want to go to war with me, yeah, and, you, and I, I want you to be the, to lead the path, then I'm like, I'm standing right there next to you, like proud, proud. And I look at, I look at words are so important. And I say, think like a genius of marketing because my marketing as the art god is backed by these key figures. God Almighty. You have Floyd Money Mayweather mentality. You have King Leonidas from 300 mentality. You have WWE 
legendary Hall of Famer and superstar in the movie world, The Rock, represented. You have Wolverine from the X-Men represented inside my blood. So those are the figments of the characters that are inside my persona, why, how I am the art god, how I express myself to the world. So words and how it's spoken are very important. And I love how The Rock, when The Rock came out, me and my boy Mike, he's a genius of marketing as well. We have these, I call it genius mastermind conversations about brand marketing. Why? Because we're always like this starting our conversation. I walk in the room, he answers the phone, and I say, It's time, baby. If you smell what the rock is cooking, I scream it out. And then he's like, Oh my God. That's the marketing we need right there, baby. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you can't be more realer than that. So. And it's really real too and intuitive when you see it. If you got up and you grabbed the mic and you like and you roared it like King Kong, there are levels to the game. You know what I mean? There's levels to the game of, of creativity and expression. So that's what that's what I, I test people on and I challenge them. That's why I'm the art god. I'm beyond any of these artists here on earth. Because I don't think like a human being when it comes to art. I think in divinity, divine. I can create the future. I'm beyond Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and any of these high-powered billionaires. They need me to show them the future. So that's why that's that's what what I do every yeah. single day. I think in divinity. I have the ability now, and I, I always tell people: if you want to live your life, live your life to the fullest. Like you're gonna die tomorrow. If you're gonna die tomorrow, what you gonna do today? You're gonna get real with people. Hard to gonna... put yourself in that mindset. It's not hard. It's not, not difficult well, maybe at all. not for you. Not for I me, I speak to the masses, I think, or I try to. At least maybe I think of it as like people like me that aren't, that are, maybe I'm not typical, but I fall into the category of most that struggle with their confidence, struggle with figuring themselves out. Maybe you found it. Maybe you have had a vision that you believe in for whatever, may, be it real or not. I respect that you may believe what you're saying and right or wrong, true or false, it's your uh, um, reality. So just like somebody that's very religious and says, you know, God is watching over me and helping me win this championship. If that's what helps them stay confident and you know, work hard because they think they're the chosen one. Hey, if it works, it works. It doesn't work for me because I don't, I can't believe in something that I don't know to be true. So I like to stay open to the fact that I don't know anything, right? And there's a lot of people out there struggling that can't talk like you. Great, man. Like part of me was uncomfortable and part of me was like, keep an open mind and go, shit, people do that. And a lot of successful people can be like, boom, in your face, right? So great. The fact that I'm not there yet, don't judge that. Don't overly judge that kind of emotion, which could be scary to some people. Like, it does make me wonder, where is that coming from? Is it purely marketing that 
you're just trying to be this like super confident person to battle your insecurities and your uncertainty about the future and your abilities? Or do you really believe that you're uh, uh, um, like special in terms of compared to other people, you've been chosen to do this thing, you know, whatever that is, it may be your truth, but then I also can't forget about the 99% that are never going to get to a truth like that. Yeah. And so how do they deal with their everyday struggles? And if they can't get to your level and the way you're talking, that means I have to feel bad. If I believe you, I, I have, I have no choice but to feel bad about myself because how come I can't get to that level of like confidence and, and, you know, just roar it out like that. And most people aren't going to be able to do that. So what are they left with? That's why I don't like going to, like I went to Tony Robbins and I learned a lot because I wanted to do things like that for people, but I didn't like how, and I think they do it knowingly and I respect Tony Robbins. And I learned a lot from that, like uh mindset because it taught me a lot of what I know now, the, a lot of the foundation but it's a lot of like overhyping people and they do try to say, hey, you're going to come off this high, try not to get depressed. And you know what, man? Like 10% of people, they use that event to get over the hump and 90% fall back into depression and have to come back to Tony Robbins every year to get themselves out of their depression because they need somebody to hype them up. Because they think maybe this time I could be great and I can be a god like Jason. And then when they fall short... They go back to the depression. I preach, hey, you don't have to be great. It's your game. It's your choice. Some people are destined to be destitute. <laughs> like people die homeless and poor and they're drug addicts their whole life and they never come out of it. What about them? Like I still love them and I still empathize that that could be me. My job is not to be great. I just think, hey, let me learn how to play this game better. So I can like survive this monopoly game, this complex relationship business game and have a great life or have a great adventure and have great experiences. I don't know if I need to have to get to a certain level. I do like to improve all the time. You know why? Because I'm a selfish bastard. When I improve, when I get more emotionally intelligent, my life gets better. So I just want to do it for me. And and by chance, it helps the people around me because I have better relationships. Yeah, You are preaching greatness and like a level of achievement. And, you know, I do want to like, like the art God brand. Honestly, I want to understand like the way you just described it. I've never heard you go like be that uh, demonstrative. I didn't, I didn't go in depth. Confidence. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go in depth. Explain, of, of the is it just the branding or is it? You it's know what the I mean? inspiration. Yeah. It's an inspiration. As a creative mind, it starts with a concept, right? So there's a lighter above it. Uh, it starts with a concept. So in order to develop a concept, you got to be inspired by something, right? So obviously, for me, each and every one of us has is going to be inspired by different things. That's that's why we have our own creative representation of an art legacy to live, right? My legacy is my own. It's not everybody's legacy. This is only the art gods, you know? So that's why my mentality is to be honest about it. I can only be real about it. And I, I respect the people, you know? I do respect the people. That's why I started, I started uh, to say contribution in this world. Yeah. I demand contribution out of people. Like, I speak on that, right? Because I want to know your truth. Like, I want to know, like, 
what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Make a lot of money for? I don't want to want to talk about making a lot of money, but what is it for? You know, how is it different from other people's answers? You know, like sure. that's what I want to know. So I say contribution. So for me, uh, that's how you're going to get to know uh, somebody's real purpose in life because everybody needs a contribution in this world. Yeah, I to, think to, to, it's, to put it's forward. instinctual. It's in our DNA yeah. to contribute to the tribe in some yeah. way or else you feel like you're useless. That's how yeah. we survive. So that's but why I just I, think that's just a genetic you know, trait we have. Right? Yeah. And it could be a lot of different things. As long as you feel useful, you're going to feel better. And if yeah. you can find the thing that you love doing the most yeah. and you can express yourself the most authentically, you're just going to be more fulfilled. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be. You don't have to pursue that. It just makes the experience better. And I agree with that. Yeah. But see, that's, why, now, I, that's yeah. why I created I created different different outlets uh, for my talent and my skill and my brand design, you know, of, of what I do. So it, there's like the true high intensity, high powered innovation part of it. Right. And then there's also the philanthropy part of it, which is basically for the people, for the people who don't have much talent in this world, for the people who struggle, who can't draw. They're, they just got uh, mental. Uh, limitations upon their creativity so they're not able to actually draw paint they don't know how to do all that stuff so that's all for for me myself i can't what i did i can't stay on that because i have to draw and, and like time is money right so i have to create i, I got to create a piece of innovation every day so in order for me to actually do something for the people i got to create contribution towards philanthropy how can i help teach kids how to draw that's why, and art therapy, which is just giving people an outlet to just create. It doesn't matter if you're good or bad, just do it. You know what I mean? That's, that's the part that, that's about for the people, for just the general public. So I do see your perspective, and I love that too. That's why I do that for, for so, the general public. Okay. If I could but the art them. guide, the innovation yeah. side, that's only the best of the best right there. That's only the best of the best. If you can't draw with the best illustrators art, or artists in the, in the world, you shouldn't be in the room. If you can't paint on the highest level, then the best painters in the world, you shouldn't be in the room. Maybe not in that room. If you cannot, I think you should be in whatever room If you, you cannot sit down at the table and innovate with the highest innovators in that time frame, I'm not talking about yeah. anybody should be able to do it. There aren't certain people who are going to do that stuff. It's very limited, right? So that's innovation to me. Innovation is like the most difficult challenges that an artist can achieve. Not everyone in this world is going to do that. Of right. course, that you got to you got to be honest and real with that. Definitely, ain't nobody is going to do that. Not most people won't do that. Sure. So, understanding that perspective means that you're going to be honest with your thought process. Mm -hmm. You know, you're shooting to be all the way to the top of the mountain, and right. you and you're launching up there, and you cannot actually be be weighted behind on the normal mentality of other right. artists or other people so so you're priming yourself to get your state of mind into like an elevated space like a fighter and i'm not i'm saying i'm trying to understand it right and i agree with it in some ways like a fighter goes into a fight and their manager's like you're the fucking best man you're the fucking king they got to get you at a certain level so you can fight at that level you have to have 100 percent confidence Mentally, you can't go in psychologically thinking doubting yourself so yeah. you need to go in every time every day that you paint so you almost have to be in this state of mind whether you it's real or not isn't really 
as important as maintaining that confidence. Is that right? Man, you know, for <laughs> me, it started as a child. I'll be real honest. Like yeah. when I was like in kindergarten, first, second, third grade, um, I was always dominating the other kids in art. Other kids would just surround my table and they wanted me to do make art for them already at, at such a young age that I was already, to me, I understood dominance and skill at such a young age that I just, I understood that I had that, that ability to one-up any other artist that was just in my path. And not a lot of artists will express it like that. Uh, most artists right. won't. It, it, look, it, often <clears throat> the way you describe it for most people comes across arrogant. Yeah. And it's happened when I've int you've introduced yourself to people in my circle and it's been an <clears throat> interesting conversation because you and I have talked about it and you're like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that they think that. I want them to challenge me and ask <laughs> me and... And it's created, and then when, then when people get to know you, they're like, oh, like, you can back it up. Because a lot of people talk a big game and they can't back it up. You can't back it up. But on the other hand, a lot of amazing people really talk it up and back it up. So then you don't always know. And I guess you have to be willing to be brave enough to demand that of yourself and to, you're kind of calling yourself out. Am I right? Absolutely. Because I'm the way only... you came up with the concept is interesting. Right. It was almost like a call out. Yeah. To be because to be called entitled the art guide. And for me to walk upon this this world, um, it's to challenge other people to challenge me. That's what that's the most important thing about it, you know, and, and it it brings uncomfortable uh, energy. Yeah. But it also brings a uh, high powered impact of just remembering the name. Oh, our God. That's who he stated who he was. Right. Yeah, that guy over there, the art god, he demanded it. Did you see him? How right. dare he do that? Right. You know, and so that's, that is, I've already thought that through. I, I, I embrace that. I love that that's reaction. That's amazing, dude, because yeah. I, I get really uncomfortable when yeah. I make people uncomfortable. <laughs> I told you this, like, when you introduce yourself as the art god, yes. and here's how it goes, right? It's like, uh, oh, you know, we're going around the room, and he's like, Hi, I'm Jason Lee. I'm Jason, the art god. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you're an artist. He goes, no, I'm a master artist. I am the art god. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then they're like, okay. Like, they kind of yeah. get, and you know it, but yeah. you're okay. You're still, like, nice. And you're so kind. Yes. And your demeanor is so warm that it confuses people. Yes. Because they're like, what the fuck? Like, you look like yes. a, a, a zen master, and then you're like, I'm the art god. So then they think, yes. is he crazy? Yes. Right? Is he arrogant? Is he an ass? And so some people go away, but the, the people that are like kind of in like a little bit more open, and I guess that's how you filter the open people, at least they'll either say something to you, like, what do you mean you're the art god? Or they'll ask me, and then that's what happened. And then you end up coming to another meeting and blowing everybody away with your ideas. And then they're <laughs> like, but they were joking about you in the meeting going, you know, Jason's such a fucking nice guy. And... I'm like, I know he's the kindest, most gentlest, most empathetic, warmest soul. Like even when we shake or give each other a hug, you almost like are water, <laughs> like blend in with the person, man. Like you're just like flowing with them. Oh, you want to shake over here? You're very like, like reflective of people, right? Like, and so when you come across and then I'm just saying, I don't know how you guys felt, but when you were like fucking going for it right there and yelling and shaking like yeah i was like 
I didn't know. I was like, okay, I'm going to experience this. But I definitely was like, having my shit. Is this yeah. where I find out Jason is completely off his rocker? You don't know. Dude, you got to be if you want to be That's what I'm greatest. saying. You like, almost are putting yourself there consciously. I'm trying to let people relate to you, though, because, like, I'm telling you, like, you know, I don't want people, people to miss out on the magic of Jason because, like, Jason Lee, the art god, the master artist. You know, I don't mind the a master artist because, like, there's master distillers. See, but who cares? <laughs> who dude, cares? bro. Be a distiller of God, right? Dude, Why not? A master who said artist, God is their word? A ma I'm telling you, a master artist is limited. You know why? Because it's, there's no divinity in it. A master artist will always be a slave to a wealthy individual or corporation that's going to pay that master artist to create something for him because he has the ability to. Anything into a reality. But an art God doesn't do that. Our God has control of his own destiny and expands, you know, everything creative-wise for the future innovation. Holy shit. Yeah. You know what the it's problem for me is? The word God, because I, like, grew up non-religious, and it always scared me. Like, not scared me, but I always feel like I got persecuted for, like, not being religious maybe somehow. And, like, the word God has this negative, not that I don't, I know there could be a God. I'm not saying there isn't a God. I just say, I don't know. And so when someone starts talking about God, I start thinking, oh, it's religious. It's religious. But that's only because I've programmed myself to think that religion is just a concept. Forget that. You're talking about God as whatever creation made this fucking experience. Whether it's a game programmer, because this is a virtual reality game, or this is some <clears throat> energy or magic or a person or a thing or a ball of light, or you. God is just the source of the creation. So what you're saying is, I'm not a like master of art as defined by whatever people say art is. Human beings. I've ma that's mastering <clears throat> art, existing art. I have mastered distilling, so now I can distill. You're an art god, meaning that gives you the right to create something brand new that doesn't require you are the master you are the because you created that shit yes yes <laughs> so you first became a master right <clears throat> dude you first became a master like miles davis he yes. went to juilliard he studied that shit yes he understood all the teachings of all the masters that came before him and became a yes. music master yes and then he said now i'm gonna become a music god and create some fucking jazz that ain't never been seen before to my fucking beat just like our podcast is cinematic and everyone told us don't do that that that's not gonna work you just need talking heads and i'm like and because i was thinking like uh trying to master the podcast i guess like how do i do this podcast i wasn't thinking like a pod god <laughs> like and going i'm gonna create whatever what is a podcast why is it even called a podcast this is <clears throat> a and uh, this is a window <laughs> yep. through God's eye, which is Josh, because he's trying to be God's eye in this conversation. Where would God put the camera? This is a window into a private conversation between two very almost clinically philosophical, like we can't stop being philosophical, and that's all it is, man. We're just sharing that, whatever you want to call it. To me, I don't care about it. if it's a talking head. I want the person to see as much of the authentic conversation as possible yeah. so a moving camera from the eye of god josh <clears throat> and we're just we're we're just taking back the word god 
Yeah. No offense. Yeah. We're just saying God as the creation of this experience. How about that? It's a word. I have that... a problem with that word because I think people that I used to think I was atheist, I used to think, oh no, I'm agnostic. I've learned about all the religions too. I'm open to their philosophies, their ideas. But then I come back to, well, I don't know. We don't know, right? And so the idea of God makes me go, oh, that means I'm religious, right? But the truth is, this thing came from somewhere, this experience. So that's all it is. It's not a person necessarily. It's whatever it is. And you're just saying, I'm going to strive for creation. <laughs> I'm going to go at art from a creation level versus a master level. You're a fucking genius. Dude, I told you, <laughs> my mentality only thinks like but a half-hour genius. But you're so uncomfortable, bro. It's like a half-hour genius. Do you have to genius. do the yelling and the... Uh, I'm not yelling right now. No, that not now. A, see, that was just the intro. See, but was that you going into your WWE character? I love WWE. You didn't know I loved WWE? I know you love that. So is that you going into I the WWE character? I grew up on Hulk character? Hogan. I grew up I on... I did too. I didn't yeah. watch it maybe as religiously Iron as you did. Um, Jake the Snake Roberts, oh, Macho Jump Man, Randy on. Savage. I, I could... Dude, I mimicked them every... I was like in the mirror. Everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was doing... Randy Savage. Bro. You know, like the poses. You know, just the persona. 6am, motherfucker. Let's get us in shape so you could actually like... People you know, don't realize the Randy Savage that guns. that like aspect of it on the marketable side is what people don't pay attention to. That's what I'm saying. So, You're so, doing so. I'm understanding because somebody would we could show that clip of you. Yeah, and people will go, "Dude, this dude is like, woo, dude, you got to. Why did I do it? You think I did it so the world wouldn't see it? I got like this is being we're being <laughs> real. You know what I mean? Jesus, like you are." A fucking enigma, bro. I don't understand <laughs> you yet, but I can't stop trying. <laughs> I love you too because he is—he's the voice. You are the voice of the people. I'm the voice and of the reason, voice, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, you have to come with reason, but I'm open to anyone's creative ideas and philosophies. But yeah. I'm definitely gonna be like, I'm not one plus one is three, really. Like, just explain it to me. But you're explaining it in a way I've never thought about, like. I want people to be uncomfortable. I never thought of that being a, an approach. And I do wonder, like, well, I think, okay, I'm just being honest. I think, okay, dude, that's maybe for Mayweather, if I was his talent manager, I'd say, dude, yes. Be like, I'm the fucking boxing god, bitches. And like, that's his persona. He's the bad boy of boxing. I got money. Fuck you. It works. And then I hang with you. And like I said before, you're this like, yoda dude you're like fucking the human yoda man like i mean that in a nice way i'm not saying you actually look like yoda yeah. i'm saying you're like this ultimate zen master that can beat your ass probably and is probably dude can dance can do is a business master is understanding branding is whatever all the things you are like and calm and zenful and kind and empathetic and able to take all kinds of like feedback even anything anything i've said to you, you're like let's talk about that you yes. like it and then you go and do <clears throat> this wwe thing on your videos yes. here and yes. like people like me that were raised don't hey what are you doing that's rude hey don't talk like say hello do not brag about yourself that's how i was raised so it's yes. like whoa that's comfortable uh, i want to apologize for you like uh, guys he, he's not crazy he's just 
because I'm like, oh, people are thinking. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm an OCD overthinker, baby. Like, you're, you're giving me therapy. Do you understand? Yes. Because yes. I'm like, I need to not give a shit too. Like, what if I could like yell like that? Fuck everybody. Fuck if they think I'm crazy. Does that make me crazy? Do I need them to think I'm not crazy for me to stay sane? Maybe I do. No, I don't. Fuck that. Yeah. So I'm tapping into it. I just need time. Yeah. I know you were trying to get me to like give you an outro, which I will. Yeah. I took the challenge. Yeah. I'm going to do an outro. Oh, and yeah? It's going to be loud. I didn't want to break the microphone, to be honest. <laughs> it's coming, dude. I get it. It took me. I needed to like marinate on what you did to me. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. You know what? No, it's, the quivering it, 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 lip it's, was it, a little. It's actually really <laughs> intense. Dead, I'm so. Into, it's, it's very intense. It's that 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 rock. <laughs> the rock uh, introduction, right? Like. People don't pay give that enough attention and respect towards why he became the greatest wrestler. He shot skyrocketed Bro. to being like the number one Hall of Fame wrestler for WWE of all time, surpassing Hulk Hogan. This is like legendary says. And then not only that, to being the world's highest paid actor in the world. Okay. What? Let me tell you something. I got something to what? tell you. Okay, I got something to tell you. Valid. And I know you love WWE, and I get that you love Mayweather. You love that mentality. You're a killer. You like 300, blah, blah, blah. But, and you can say that it's good for branding because look what happened with, hold on, look what happened with The Rock. Look what happened with this person. Look what happened with that person. But let's just real quick, give me a minute. Yes, yes. Gandhi. Gandhi. Didn't have to brand himself that way. Yes. Yoda, very popular, didn't have to go... Fuck you, motherfuckers. He's like, love is Yoda or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if you're going to reach more of the globe and impact more of the globe by branding yourself into like that, what I see as your essence, which is this like so just I think, fucking I think flow like water, Zen master, uh, art god even, even if it's the art god, but it's yeah. like this. It's this calm, zenful god, god, that sometimes kicks you in your ass. So, Papa Rick, I wanted to tell you, it's the reason why I'm the art god because I have both spectrums, right? So, you have the younger generation, and then you have the older generation, and you have the aspect of calmness, serenity, meditation, very positive, non-emotional, right? Zen master 5,000. Other side, like I said, this is high-powered innovation. You cannot be wasting the time, the essence of uh, the ability to help and contribution. If you got all these high-powered billionaires and executives sitting in a room and they're paying you, they're like, innovate for us right now. We need this. That's a different spectrum. That one right there, and that's why it goes back to this. And my methodology with teaching people how to draw and create artwork, I had this conversation with Josh about it because he asked. We were, we were joking around about it in the last podcast that we had when, when I said, yes, uh, like I said, I, I told you it all the way through. The first drawing you do, if you've never drawn, is not going to be good. After 10, after 100, and after 1,000, look at the difference. You're gonna, so it's about numbers. So if I had told an artist, I said, we're sitting down at a table and you want to learn to how to draw, this is what I do. Draw, draw one picture for me. Do it in like five minutes, though. 
We draw it in like five minutes. Done. Then I go, cool. Draw 10 for me. Do it in like 10 minutes. Well, I don't know. This is kind of tough. This is kind of tough. Oh, I've never done it before. Dude, get it out. Get it out. Draw. They do 10, but it's more difficult, right? So being a master artist and an art god is about, you can only draw more if you challenge yourself. If you don't right. challenge yourself, then you're going to be doing like the I most that, simplest thing. I love thing. that you, you get practical on that, man. Yeah. By the way, Dr. Chill might be here, so. Oh, okay. Um, but we can keep going, man. Yeah, yeah. Just maybe grab the door. But yeah, uh, I had this amazing idea, and I'm sorry to like, I just had this vision, and it, I have to say it. You and Ben, art therapy, every other Friday, right here, and then we roll into a podcast. That's what I'm saying. And then I bring you and I, Ben, bro. Yes, he is an artist. Yes, you have to see his doodling, but he's never had anyone allow him to be an art god. Remember how I was limiting him? Yep. And you and I was like, I understand. Like I yes. shouldn't do that. No. Like Ben, don't put. And you're like, let him do whatever. Yeah. We'll paint over it. It'll yeah. be blotchy. So what? Yeah. I get it, man. If he paints, I have an anxiety the, if he paints about that. on, on yeah. the wall, then you 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 have to properly correct that with him and just say, Ben, stay right here. Don't paint right there. Right. You know, that's just education and right, just man. being patient. You know, to teach. But Dude, like, you have a way with Ben that very few people do because of your level of patience. Um, it is off the charts, Ben. I love that. I wish Ben Ben's not going to be here this Friday. Maybe I could borrow him. We'll see. But it'd be great to but see. Ben. Let's do art therapy with Ben, man. You're right. That's what. Remember, I was telling we'll you. We'll invite that's... Ben's friend. Yes. Uh, 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 oh my God. Just it's okay. Any friend. I'm going to think of the name. Yeah. All his friends, man. All his Aria. Friends. Yeah. No, seriously, he's got to like people that would come. Uh, Kian. Yes. That would be amazing, dude. Amazing and. and and I'm gonna bring um, yeah. I'm gonna bring uh, Scott, my my business partner, yeah. that I did esoteric with. He was the main investor. He would love it because he says. Let me he tell you help. the concept. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just so yeah. excited about this man. And I told I, I told him about yeah. our podcast yeah. production, and he loved it. He he just Bro, said, "Bring him on, man. Bring him on. We're gonna talk. Let yeah. me just say this, and we'll get back to you." Um, be the hope. Shout out to Be The Hope, B-E-E, The yes. Hope. These two kids that you saw, we went to their uh, fundraiser charity event for homeless. They These 13, 13 and 17-year-old kids that started their own organization. We're going to have them on the podcast at some point. Yes. Maybe we'll send them this clip and, you know, challenge them to come on. But um, they opened my eyes to something really important, and I want to spread this message, man. And they're geniuses, and their parents are geniuses. Shout out to them for understanding this. Get the kids involved. Get the kids And the involved. parents will follow. Yes. Don't don't get the parents. They're not going to show up. But if the kids get involved, the parents have to show up. Yes. They have to drive them there. Yep. And then the real art therapy begins. It's not necessarily for Kian. Kian's mom's been through a lot. Yeah. Kian's dad's been through a lot. Yeah. They struggle with that, man. Yeah. With, especially with a special needs child. The kid is doing great. He's fucking thrilled. Yeah. Ben is not having a problem, bro. I'm the one challenged. <laughs> He's like, I'm living my best life. I don't know why you're getting frustrated with me, dude. Hey. I'm not in a hurry to mature. What the fuck do you want from me? I yes. got it good. I yes. got I get fed every day. Leave me alone. Yes. And I'm like, no, Ben, you need to hurry up and become 18 years old. 
I know, man. I need the therapy, not Ben. So yeah. really, therapy is for me. I'm realizing just right. It Actually, is. in this moment, I realize, oh, that applies to me. Yeah. Because I thought, yeah, Ben and the other parents need it. Wait, I'm. I still get very impatient with Ben, man. And and every time I do, I go, Ben, thank you. I'm sorry, I got mad. Sorry, man. You're just. Oh, you're such an ass. He does push my buttons on purpose, and then I go. I get it. You're teaching me. <laughs> you see that I'm about to get pissed and you're like, why, why, yep. why? Yep. And then I'm like, stop it. Right. Yes. But the truth is, why am I getting impatient? Why can't I overpower Ben with my intellect and my patience? He's showing me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I need the therapy, man. Still like I'm still, you know, when you have hey, I'm tripping kids out on ben. with special needs, man, the I'm parents need the therapy. We go with the kids we do it for the kids, bro. I have all the special needs connections you will ever need for a lifetime. Yes. People I have connected with on the deepest of levels. Let me tell you how Benjamin is so amazing. Oh, my God. You know, my favorite speaker of all time is Les Brown. Why? Yeah, why do I? Why I do I? Brown, why do I love Les Brown? Because oh, I dope, I listen to him every single day. Yeah, every single day, and I listen to his messages about life, right? Because he's the one. He's a big part of the reason why I say live your life to the fullest every single day is because of him. Yeah, he roars that to the world. He doesn't just kind of say it to people. That's why Ben and and Les Brown says, "What is your why?" What is your why? That's the main statement that he says exactly, man. to every single person. Every human in this world needs to know your why. Bro, can I say that we don't, the average person, I guarantee you, guarantee you the average person spends less than 10 minutes in their whole life asking their why. I didn't ask until I was a 40-year-old divorcee realizing I got to deal with my anger management issues and I'm not really as emotionally intelligent as I thought and all of that, right? So like, how could I possibly know my why if I am not even, I don't even know who I am. I'm working a job I don't like. I'm in a relationship that isn't fitting me. Like, you know what I mean? So most people never get their why, but yeah. it is the number one question and the school system needs to change. Like it should be why school. The first like six years should be like, hey, Billy, what do you like? Okay, tonight, Billy, you're going to set up a boring homework assignment, watch three YouTube videos on a day in the life of a boom and do your own video or artistic expression of any kind, Billy. Any kind. You want to write a poem about it? Go ahead. Which YouTube video did you like the most and that you want to explore further? Or three new videos, Billy, because there's 10,000 fucking jobs out there. And we're going to figure out your why before you get into middle school so you can start going on field trips and working with fucking people like you. If they want to be an artist, they should go and have a day of art therapy with you so they can go, oh, that's how Art God became a professional artist that gets to do what he loves all day long and live and breathe this shit. That's... That's fucking power, dude. You can't really be powerful if you're not able to do that. So if you fuck up the why, it's a fucking long game, dude. It's a treacherous game. It's a treacherous game of cubicles and hearing Charlie Brown's teacher in every meeting. 
the ratios of financial wah, 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 wah. dude like i i look back and i i get like sick to my stomach because that's like thousands of hours of that i don't want that now i get to be creative i i had the balls to start my own company i didn't believe in myself before to do that 10 years ago i would have laughed and said i will bet you all of my assets you're on fucking crack that you think when I'm 47, I'm going to have a podcast talking to artists. Who? which artist? I never knew an artist. I wasn't fucking accounting and go home to my kids. That's it, dude. I was done. I was 50 pounds heavier. I was like, I give up. This is my life, man. So I would have been like, no way. You know? Got to find your why, dude. All because I didn't find my why. Definitely. Yes. Dude. Art therapy, man. Art therapy we do with that. Benjamin. Yes. 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 That's going to be epic, legendary, my brother. It is. Dude, that's Benjamin a Benjamin is a genius. He's a genius. Total genius. What man. is what is your why? Yes. I it, it already makes me I, I'm going to do something special. I, I I don't even want to say it right now, but I'm going to I'm going to do something special for Ben. Let's do a what's your why yeah. here. Maybe that's part of the art therapy is like the first time you come, there's no rules. You paint whatever the hell you want. There's no rules. But the put in your head like, think about your why. I and mean, it might be like a sunset. Sunset. You want to be on the beach. Yep. You want to be whatever. You want to make yep. donuts for a living. That's why, a donut. I, that's why when I did the art therapy at our last show, I'd said to them, be free. If you don't know what to paint, because most people can't draw something figurative, then I say... Everybody can write, though. You can, like, write a word or something, right? So write, write one word that's special to you. Is it, That's not very difficult. It's just psychologically you think it is because you see a big, big canvas in front of you and, you know, a lot of paint. But you just have to say to yourself, oh, yeah, I could do I could write love. Right. And then they did it, you know. It's just you a just mentality. Just get them started, man. Yeah. People are afraid to show up. I could write love, you know. Right. And I could write, just it, it, Art doesn't have to be difficult. You it's know? scary to go up and just make a mark, man. You know what I'm saying? For most people. Yeah. That's that's 80% of the therapy right there. Yeah. Well, what do I draw? It is. How do I do it? Yeah. Just make something appear on the canvas. Anything. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Tell me what. Tell me what to do. Right? <laughs> and I say. They all want you to tell them what to do. Also. And you're like, dude, just whatever you want. I don't know what I want. Exactly. They don't know what they want. Yes. Crazy. And make man. mistakes. Always make mistakes. Mm -hmm. That's how you get better. Anyhow. You're, you're actually supposed to, like, literally, I just put the canvas and, the, and then the, the paint all and brushes right there in front of you. I told them, choose your weapon. And then they're like, what do I do? I took the paint and I just started dripping it on the floor. <laughs> they're like, oh, I could do that? Yes, you could do that. You know what you could also do? You can make a stick figure. Look at mine. Here's a circle. Three lines. Yep. Boom. There's the arms. Two eyes and a smiley face. Can you do that? Right. I can. Go for it, Johnny. You know, Bro, like this. That's 80% of the other 20% making mistakes. Like, dude. Oh, I don't like, what if I do it wrong? What if I do it wrong? It's, it's every time I post. I think there's <laughs> Should a. Should I post it? Should I post it? Oh, my oh, God. I shouldn't have posted. Ah, oh, fuck it. Like, yeah. It's the therapy. Dude, that's part of the therapy. That's man. part of the therapy. It's that's like why artists being, like yeah. uh, Jean Michel Basquiat uh, became so talented. He's not a talented artist at all, you know, but he's. His, his uh, art That's is, a bold is, statement. is genius, though. We can it's use not, that clip to get a beef going between you two. Is that okay? I mean, he's passed away. 
Yeah, oh, he's a passed away oh, okay, artist. Right. Yeah, he's a legendary passed away yeah, artist. But he wasn't good. I mean, I'm just telling. Yeah, I'm the I'm the idiot. You know what? I'm just gonna say it right now. Yeah. I don't know anything. Just assume I don't know. Yeah. Anything. I don't. Well, follow you don't know. Things. You don't know Basquiat's work, right? I know Basquiat's work. Yeah, oh, okay. But I, didn't, I didn't follow art. Yeah, so, yeah. So, but he Basquiat. wasn't talented. Not at all. Not even close. Explain that statement. Yeah, he was like on a scale of one to ten of like high powered talent. Yeah. Right. He would probably be, let's say, maybe like a four. Okay. Four out of ten. So what yeah, was what made like, him popular? Just what uh, what, what made him talent? gigantic was because he was a marketing genius. Okay, but isn't that yeah. part of the art? Um, it's a part of his art. Yeah. What he did was he became uh, he, he made make becoming famous more of the art than the art itself. Right. So that's why, like you're saying, yeah, it's a yeah. part of the art. Became a marketing genius for doing it. That's all marketing. Okay, is. so he's a marketing yeah. genius. Yeah. But you know, I. You know, like I'm just saying, like, yeah. isn't it all part of the art? Like you even say, right? Art is yeah. part business, part creativity, yeah. part positioning. Now, mind you, I didn't say, I didn't, I didn't hate on him. I didn't right. say that he's a, a horrible. You're just saying technically. Bad. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm like, skillful wise, right. he's not a skilled artist. Got it, man. But, but I will say, as far as just innovation and yeah. just being a genius of of art and a legend, that that is what he is. He's amazing. Got it. And he's like one of the most incredible geniuses of of business. That his artwork is now selling for hundreds of millions of dollars to this day. The man has been passed away, right? Since the 80s. So that's what shows you about your high power brand as an artist. You know, he was a ge what a genius, you know? Now we're seeing the the aspect of his family collecting the all the value of his work. You know, the legacies that that are, you know, he's not here to to enjoy that, but his family is now. You know? So tell us the legacy you're planning to leave. My legacy is uh, is in God's hand. You know, uh, for me, I... But what's your aim? What's your goal? My goal... What's your why? My overall why? Yeah. Like I said, I live through God. It's in God's hand. God God will show me the righteous path to glory every day, right? And so every day I got to... How do you do go about following that path? Like if somebody wants to do that too, they want to say, okay, like, you know, for someone that might be the most viable, the most effective way to play. Because I believe you should, you know, since we don't know what this is, it's experiential. So create your objective that makes the most sense for you, that works the best for you. If it's yeah. God, do God. If it's like an understanding, like follow the pattern, be a, the best player you could be, do that. So how, how do you follow your why? Since it's in the hands of God, like how do you understand what to do each day? I had to challenge myself. Yeah. Everything is about challenging, especially through your ultimate faith in God. So uh, how do you do that, for example, is... Um, typical day. Yeah, typical day. Um, I'll go out to Beverly Hills because um, I target in on the world's wealthiest cities here in Los Angeles. Um, I'm very, very intuitive. God also makes me smarter than normal human beings. So I, I, I always tell myself, think like a marketing genius, which means basically position yourself for success. So God endowed you with a high intellect. Yeah, high intellect. And, you were yeah. lucky enough to get a high intellect. Roll of the dice. Yeah. Okay. I've, yeah. I, I'm like interpreting <laughs> for you so we don't make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Just I just, I'm the comfort interpreter. <laughs> no, but I just want to make sure your story is being told like the right, the, the, the way you're intending. That's all. Absolutely. I want to understand that. Yeah. And I understand what you're saying because yeah. not everyone... Everyone embrace your intellect. If you are intellect, if you are high IQ, embrace that shit. Don't yeah. be shy about it. Like yeah. I have a friend that's like, dude, I had to take the Mensa 
and I was, I am considered top 2%. He goes, I, now I can be confident about my ideas. I kept keeping my mouth shut. And I'm like, see, like, it's good to believe. If you don't believe in yourself, you're fucked. So, you know, as much as I'm challenging you, I just want people to be able to utilize your, like, advice and perspective to their own benefit and do their yeah. greatness. I don't, they don't have to follow what I'm saying. I'm putting out my ideas in case somebody's like me that would have a hard time going, I am the mechanic God, but they can still go. So I'm more like, well, let me give you that path. But if you want a path like to the heaven, like meaning to the highest level, because you're like, no, like, for example, Ani might need your path a little bit more than my path. Because she's trying to be like on a never been done before level. I guess I am too. So maybe you're just helping me get to my pod God level. I am. Yeah. I said it. I am a, I am a life pod coach. God. Yes, I am. <laughs> Officially. You are, yes. man. Yes, you I are am. a life coach. I yeah. am too. We're both different. We we together can help more people because not everyone's going to follow my like perspective and not everyone's going to follow your perspective. Yeah. But I'm happy to send them to you and go, hey, man, if you want to be like a super, superstar, you yeah. probably need to like get a little crazy with yourself and yeah. be like, let's find that alter ego like Beyonce did. Where she's like, I'm Sasha Fierce, motherfuckers. I might need to behave a certain way when my parents are watching me at a public event. But when I'm on stage, this is who I am. So get the fuck out of the way. Right? Like, that's her going, I'm the concert queen or I'm the concert goddess. <laughs> and I'm doing a concert no one's done. I'm not trying to, like, emulate somebody. Yeah. I'm trying to have a flowing dress that goes from one end of the stage to the other. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Right? That level. Or fly out of the fucking ceiling. Right? Put I mean, on a it, crazy you know, show. I think it's, you know, it's it's just interesting, you know? It's like, I know, like, everyone in this world has a different perspective on stuff. I think that, like, like you know, for you, you know, you, you're always searching for genuinity, authenticity. So, um, and I just live my life through that, you know? Like, I I always keep it 100% real with people. Every I don't never hold back. I don't. I don't hold back a conversation about art, God. I love that. Anything I you do can love speak that. to me about anything, and I love people's different perspectives. Either way, I'm gonna. Even if I disagreed with you, I'm learning from that disagreement. That's what I enjoy. I enjoy that people can be different. You yeah. know, and, and shout uh, out to Andrew Fang, who's one of my best friends, one of the best people I know. Very religious Christian has done amazing things for the community and the world, man. Setting up like special needs orphanages with his church and, you know, becoming a pastor and, and all of that, right? And a minister. But he always asks me, challenge me, Rick. Yeah. That's what. That's the other thing, man. It's okay to disagree. Like, you don't have to agree on yeah. everything and then hate each other if you disagree. Yeah. Like, he's super religious and he's like, Rick, watch this DVD. It's going to convince you. And I watch it and I go, well, there's some inconsistencies. And he's like, all right. Because he goes, you know, Rick, it helps me when you challenge me because I'm out there preaching my truth. And when people think like you, like scientific or logical more, like, oh, I don't know, show me evidence, then it's nice to hear that because nothing surprises me. So, and he goes, I don't, and he actually says like, I actually don't know for sure, but this is what I choose to believe. And I love the, what we're about. And I go, dude, I love that, man. He's doing great things. Yeah. So I can't say, hey, don't believe that. Yeah. Figure out what works best for your game, man. 
that's 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 I, what I think. Like I, I'll tell you an interesting one. An you know? interesting one. I had a business meeting and I showed uh, I showed this uh, high powered financial investor that came to my studio uh, my my billion dollar blueprint plan, right? And then I showed it to him, and it ha- and and him and his marketing director saw it, and then they were both just like blown away, right? They're like, "Oh my God, you like wrote the future out, you know, of your whole entire life on a business scale, and you showed every market and how to get it." And I said, "Yes." And then he turns to me and says, "I don't believe it. That's not me. I don't believe in that." And then I looked at him and I said, exactly, this isn't you. <laughs> this is me. This is only me, not you. <laughs> so I looked at him, I said, you understand what's going on right now? I said, like, I t- like I'm telling you, now you get to assess how people jump to assessing and saying, yeah. oh, that's not me. I don't like that, you know, right. but that never was supposed to be you. Right. That's that person who had stated it. Right. But what but their effect of telling you that made you feel a certain way. Right. So that's why I pay attention to. I pay attention to the things that make people feel uncomfortable. You know, I love the art god aspect and I love the fact that that Rick was so honest about being and challenging me about the art god because you you're like Rick was like, "Man, dude, I don't I don't know if I like that for you." I don't know. We can't, you know, and then I, but I, I embraced that and I really loved it. I just, and that's the only way yeah. we could have this level of a relationship, yeah. by the way, which is why my wife and I are so close and intimate because we've had such challenging conversations, open conversations about relationships and what's real and what's not. And yeah, that made it, and we had some tough times where we weren't even sure if we we're going to make it, but because we talked, because we had those challenging rip the bandaid off conversations that, yeah, Oh shit, that healed. And then like two months go by and you're like, damn, you still down for me? Yeah. And it, it like the, the roots of the tree get stronger, man. Yeah. And if we had been pussyfooting around whatever is in my head or your head, which I can't be, I told you, like it's almost like a disease where I have to say what I think. Else it's not that I have to. I can hold my tongue, but then I've tainted the relationship. I'd rather just be honest and for you to say, Well, that upsets me that you think that. And then I'll say, Oh, well, I'm sorry. Let's talk about it. Yes. It's the only Absolutely. way to be, man. Yes. And it's okay to disagree, man, because the world is fucked up right now with uh, separatism. And like someone is from another, the political parties are fucking the same, man. I don't, you don't, they're not that different. Like, it's just people, you know, can't and just talk, still keep talking, man. You don't yeah. have to agree, understand each other. Agree and go, ag- oh, that's why he thinks that. Well, yes. I don't have to agree. Why does it go, you know, be angry? And we're like kind of demonstrating that in part. That's part of what we're doing is demonstrating yes. that we can have a passionate, like you're fucking yelling and I'm like, whoa, and and talk about how we don't agree about it. That's one of the reasons I'm successful with my business partner right now. Shout out to Troy Blatnik. Two very alpha males working together as co-CEOs only person i know i could do that with because we can have like we've had conversations after a meeting where he'd go hey man that really pissed me off and i'd be like what and he's like you like shut me up with your finger and i'm like oh shit and he goes yeah and then he like went on to talk and i let him talk and i said troy i totally get you man 
I'm not upset. I thank you for saying that. And I said, it does. At first, I'm like, whoa, but thank you for saying that. And I go, I was actually trying to be polite, but I get why you took it that way. So I go, man, not my intention. We talked about it. Game, it's over. Water under the bridge. We can move on. You know what I mean? Great teammates need to be able to talk it out, man. Yes. Otherwise, you get a Shaq Kobe situation and they fucking didn't win. They could have won like fucking eight in a row, dude. They did a great you job. Know what I'm they did a great job for, for what they, they pulled yeah. together. They did a great job. I feel like Troy yeah. and I, and I've used this analogy, I feel like we're kind of like the Kobe Shaq thing, except we're a little older, so we don't let the egos break us up, you know? And it's important to be able to talk it out, man. Very I was going to say, this is like one of the realest sessions I've had with anybody and even with you, because we've had a session before and we fucked up the audio. And I'm glad we did. And we said, like, fuck it, let's make it into a positive. Much, even though we didn't get into your, like, childhood and all that stuff, like, that stuff you've told before. It's the it's the deep conversation that was totally organic, uh, you know, and a glimpse into whatever we were going to talk about anyway. We were just talking about this shit. You come in, we had this crazy wave of a conversation. I don't know if it came across. It doesn't matter. This is why... I love doing this shit, dude. And like, uh, I got to give you the outro, man. I got to give the you outro? the outro. Let's do the outro and then keep talking. And then we wind it down because I got to redeem myself for that shit. You don't got to do the outro now. No, no. I'm, no? If you All don't right. want me, you can, right. do it. you can save it to the end. Let's save it to the end then. Okay. All right. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. keep rolling, man. Like, for sure. You didn't really get into um, actually, you know what? The day, this, like, the day let, in the life. Actually, let's. Uh, How does someone start to embrace, like, like, you know, like young up and coming yes. badasses are like, yes. you know, hey, what, where do I begin? Really, there's no blueprint. That's, That's a great a secret, question, by the way. Yeah. The number one answer is there is no blueprint. So if once you really go, oh, nobody knows, right, then just take step one, whatever the fuck, call someone, show yes. up somewhere, show up somewhere uninvited. <laughs> yes. See, you meet someone, they go, oh, are you here for the event? Yes. Go into the museum, whatever it is. Yeah. Start going toward what's attracting you right yeah so the day in the life actually starts out with a methodology of uh you know they say um uh you gotta you gotta find opportunity right but i created the statement and i go by the statement saying you no, you have to create opportunity yes so you don't most people think you just go out there trying to find opportunity but that's not it create your opportunity and what okay. you do is so that's what i do Yes. That's what I, I just became a master of focusing on that. How and do then, you create opportunity? Um, so you, you have to think, use your intuitive mind about your your network, right? Okay. So you'll you have to like kind of look at the people that you're around, right? Okay. And then you have to look look at on a, uh, when it comes to finances and when it comes to let's just say like spirituality or your path towards just meeting really good people that will that will be you know a great part of your life. Uh, there's two different paths that I see in life when you're out there. Mostly what I do is like I, I'm always I'm always looking at it on a financial level first so I can understand people. And then um, so the reason is like I, I go to I, I, I try to basically go through my network and find the, the wealthiest and, and business savvy individuals that are in my network. And I stay just in close contact with them. I'm always just like uh, texting them and and calling them and, and basically reassuring our relationship. And uh, that creates opportunity. 
So because what I do is I just let them know what I do, what I've been doing, working on, the kind of projects I've been doing. I get them anticipated and excited. So what do you say to people that would yeah. say, oh, well, like, I don't want to be like money chasing and use people for their assets and all that? Just saying. Yeah, That's like, like I said, think. it's not just about money. It's about your legacy. Yeah, money. Do you look you know, at the person and their character and like, oh, I like this person, I don't like this person? Or just are you thinking more on a transactional level? Like, And I'm not saying it's wrong. It's like if you open up a donut shop yeah. or a pizza shop or a high-end restaurant, you're going to be well, it's oh, not, a high-end restaurant. Not, if you're a high-end restaurant, you got to market to the high-end customers yeah. and go, hey, do you want to come shop? So it's you're not, saying, hey, I'm not, a high-end artist. I need the high-end customers. I'm not yeah, saying it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm Again, like, Thinking, empathizing with people listening, going, oh, well, that's uh, like, I'm not going to go call people just because I have money. But you're kind of just being a business person there. And I just want to let people know it's OK. Like, it's OK to be friends with well, whoever you like, but like for business. Yeah, this is what this is how I see business. Um, I always tell people business is only a, only about positioning yourself to win. Only it's not about money or anything else. When you position yourself to win in in this world, that's how you make money. Because you're going to have, get opportunity from somebody who has money. Either they'll purchase something or they'll invest money into you. So what I always say is um, it's, it's really more about... Because business to me is the reason why we have to live in this world every day and go out and, and, and make money and make a living is because we want to feed our family. We want to help people. There's many contributions and things that we want to do, right? So it's more than just like making money to like let's just say for selfish purposes, you know, I say it's legacy because you, you have to go out there and you got to do business with people in order to build great relationships, you know, and it's not just about making money off of them or with them, but it's also building that, that relationship, the bond, and also um, utilizing and, and bridging each other's resources. So it's not necessarily about money all the time. Somebody can have like talk, have a great foundation or something that they represent or, Somebody can be like a musical artist or a dancer and they have something that they bring to the table, especially with meeting an art guide, right? I bring art to the table, brand design, um, intellectual property ideas, right? That's, but people can bring things to the table and then you guys can bond and, and grow and collaborate with each other. Right. That's, that's why I go out there. So I would say start like that for any young artist. Start right there. You don't need money. It's nothing to do with having money. I got to get a certain amount of money in order to be successful or be a professional artist. You don't. You could be a professional artist today as long as you change your mentality and focus in on just the simplified things which can propel you and get you opportunity, create opportunity. Always say, I'm going to create opportunity. Don't look for opportunity. That's, that's basically the mentality of, of uh, what brings success right there. I got you. Look. There's another way to look at it. I'm just, I think it's the same thing, but I think of it as the opportunities are always out there. Kind of like waves in an ocean, right? They're always coming, always coming, you know? You have to be ready though and prepare yourself mentally, physically, through experience, through confidence building to catch the waves and then go out and crash 10, 20, 100, 1,000 times get really good at catching the opportunities and then it's limitless they're endless and then find the waves that have the biggest bang for the buck if you want to ride them all the way into the fucking you know sand yeah you know what i'm saying and do tricks and do fun things you need a big wave that's how i look at it and so i don't know if you're creating 
the ride or you're just preparing yourself to be able to catch the opportunities that are constantly there. Like even 20 years ago, the same up, you know, other than it was 20 years ago, there were just as many opportunities for me to be a podcaster or, or a radio show host. I just was totally unprepared, totally blind, totally like, oh, I can't, I can't ride that wave. I didn't even try to ride that. So it's all about preparing yourself, whether it's going out creating it or just showing up, building that confidence, building step-by-step -step experience, practicing, you know what I mean? It's uh Create it's your future, exactly. manifest your dreams. You have but the ability also know to that do it's it. There Life you, is a canvas. It's your canvas. Right. Create your and, masterpiece. And whether you want to, whether Period. it's creating it or not, it's always there for you to do. Like it's up to you, you know. And Dude. if you can't create it today, don't worry. Build up to it. That's create. what I don't. I don't want people giving up because I, I used to try to get out and figure out my figure myself out quickly, like oh I'm gonna try this business and I'm gonna make money, and it didn't work out like that, man. I had to fail three, four, five times, learn a lot, and then realize, lean into what I really like, and that's when things started rolling. Versus, oh, I'm going to have an Amazon business. I tried to do Amazon. Oh, I'm going to try. I bought an indoor soccer facility. We ran that for two years. I'm not a soccer guy. I'm not a facility operations guy. I, re I learned that, though, by doing it. So it's okay to just go for it because you're going to be surprised, man. You got to jump in the pool and swim around to see if you like it. You know what I mean? And then you just learn. It's no secret. You hear for the podcast, Ani. You like it, you stay, you learn more, and then maybe it's a springboard to something else, or maybe this is something you end up doing for the next 20 years. Misunderstood 2041. Brought to you live by... Art God. <laughs> what did you want me to say? Misunderstood. Why not? <laughs> Brought to you by which brand brings... It's got to be the art god I mean, brand. Yeah. In 20 years, it's a worldwide brand, right? Yes. Isn't that the goal? Isn't that going to be part of the adventure probably? It's probably. Actually, it's actually already a worldwide brand. Right. Yeah. It's already a worldwide yeah. brand. That's right. You know what, Papa Rick? Tell me. Telling you. I told you I'm a marketing genius, right? Yeah. Come on, man. This is the segment of the show. We, we got to pump it up. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get that music. But I, I wanted I wanted you to do this. Uh, I wanted you. I want to do. This is something that I thought I think it would be genius to implement on the podcast uh, interviews for you. Yeah, which would actually help you get get very very deep on on. Uh, I would say a lot of uh, intuitive conversations. Um, basically, uh, I call it the the fast shooter round. It's the fast draw, the quick draw. So. Basically, I want you to ask me difficult questions, but I want you to spit them out like fast. I only a I'll answer the question to you in like, okay. you Let's know, go. 10, 20 seconds or whatever. Let's I'll give it. you I'll give you my direct response. But I want you to challenge me with these fast paced questions. Get all get it all out. Ask the hardest questions about me. Don't ask me simple questions. Ask me difficult questions about what it, what it means to be an art guide. That's how we're going to get the best content, you know, so. That's that. I want you to, to just challenge it. Just get get deep. My childhood is crazy. I, I like I said, I've defeated many artists. I have many stories about my mentality, about the laws of competition. I love sports. Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, 
all part of my legacy as well, you know, of how What I, is your greatest lifetime memory? My greatest lifetime memory is my moment when um, I embraced God. God showed me the sign. And um, this was a moment when I was, I was going through a tough time. I had lost everything. I had lost my woman, my girl at the time, my house, my, all my wealth. And um, I remember I was sitting at the table and I was kind of like just sitting down sad, you know, and, and uh, I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I had a glass of water that was sitting next to me and I was in the kitchen and, and I, uh, I basically sat down and I started reflecting. And, and mind you, I've, I was never really religious when I was, you know, even at that age. This is like my mid-20s. And, um, and I never, like I said, I grew up Christian, but I never like, liked going to church and any of that. Never actually sat down and prayed. And um, for some reason, I just felt like this, uh, this moment where I had to, I felt compelled to put my hands together. And, um, and I was all like, well, I remember I, I said to myself, well, I don't pray, so what do I say? And then I just said two words, because I looked at the food before I closed my eyes. And then I looked at the water and I just said, thank you. And then as soon as I said, thank you, waterfalls of tears came flying out of my eyes like Psh! this is like going on for a whole minute it feels as if and it's literally the waterfall feeling like i i felt as if i was like in the my my eyes were in the middle of like niagara falls or something like that you were being baptized yeah like it was just tears. like i never felt that feeling ever in my life yeah. and um and it was all coming out was there anything know? else besides like was there like a internal kind of sensation too my whole body was actually just felt that like literally when i say it felt as if i was in the middle of niagara falls that's how literally how i felt yeah. was it a nervous um, breakdown do you think um to me it, it was god speaking to me yeah i don't think it was not for me for me i like i said i never was religious never prayed never really did but i was reflecting on life you know definitely was looking at it was intuitive about what was going on, feeling bad about myself, you know? Yeah. But I also looked at the food and I looked at the water and it was a reminder that God showed me basically to be thankful for the small little things like that, right? So just to, just for me to just say thank you right. and appreciation of man. that, that's what, that, I think that yeah. that was the message that God wanted to show me was, was that, that empathy, appreciative. appreciative. And then then they showed me the light through that. So. That's the big part of why I am how I am yeah. with my personality as well, too, towards people. Um, how do you stay in that mindset, though? Because, like, I think we've all, I've had realizations, too, to be, like, appreciative, but then it's hard to always stay in that mindset. Is there something you do on a daily basis or you just, it just became part of you? I live, I have ultimate faith in God. So, I, like, for in order for me to to do that, I have to, I have to follow it and I have to just understand that that's a part of my presence and my being every day even when i wake up when i fall asleep it's like the same it's the meditative state of understanding my about why i exist my faith right i can never break my faith yeah if i if i have to trick myself or right i had to be do some sort of ritual to get myself in the in my faith I, that's it's all fake right. so <laughs> that doesn't right. give me the, the I, truth. i'm in search of that and i think like without without that without the need to believe something i can't prove yeah 
and that's my approach to not require a belief in something because I don't need to. I can, I can have faith in the, I can, I can, I trust the process of like hard work, doing what you love. You put, you get what you put, you get out what you put in and having appreciation puts you in a great state of mind, whether you're religious or not. So that I like see all these things, whether you, it's powerful, whether you can grasp the concept of God or not, you don't, I'm just saying you don't need to, like I can get from you everything I need without having to do that. But if I do want to do that, you can too. Yes. Because being thankful to the game, right? Like, Hey, dude, we're so lucky, man. You know what I mean? Like you're not guaranteed any kind of hand when you're born. You just either get lucky or unlucky in your physical, your mental, your situation, your environment. And that's the hand you're dealt. So if you have opportunities, you already like super lucky, man. And if you can stay in that state of mind, whether you're just appreciating the game, the magic of the game, the source of energy, God, whatever it is to you, right? Like, or, or just the process, man. The Absolutely. fact that you get to play, like there's always negative around you. There's always positive around you. It's a choice to go. I'm just going to look at the positives here. I get to play this game, you know? That's what it is, man. Next question. Difficult. Another difficult question. Tell me the Give most me painful memory of your life. Most painful memory of my life. Hmm. Painful. Explain that one. Physically, mentally. Whatever that is to you, man. Like whatever. Like when I say that, what comes out in your mind? How about physical and mental or, or together? I mean, I'm just trying to get to know you. Like, I'm just, yeah. if you are okay with me asking personal questions and like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, what would I, what do I really want to know that gets me to understand Jason the best? Yeah. So feel free to share whatever you want. Um, I would say it was my moment, uh, I would say with the physical and the mental side. I do recall I went through a stage in my career uh, with a company called Esoteric. That's with my friend Scott, right? So we created that company. And I think on the, uh, that would probably be definitely one of the most toughest, painful times, I would say, right there, because it was a company that I had put tremendous passion into, physically and mentally and creatively, you know, and, and, just putting my all out like I wanted. I thought this was like the, the moment, the crescendo <laughs> moment of, of, of glory, right? And, um, and you know, it uh, definitely broke, uh, physically broke my, uh, my back on, on just going hard as hell for the company, you know? Uh, being a leader, a great leader that would bring uh, success for the company. And... Um, and I would literally, I say on the physical side, because uh, we created our installations over there. And uh, I... <laughs> cannoli's licking your art, man. Is he licking it? Come here, cannoli. Come here, baby. Come here. Come here. Cannoli. cannoli made a, this a is the cannoli man. moment. It was bathroom break time, man. We do, went do, over do, his do, Come do, here. Do, sit. Do. Sit, buddy. Cannoli. Sit. Cannoli. Sit. Good boy. Yes, cannoli. Hey, don't forget cannoli the cannoli. Moment. Hey. Cano this is the cannoli hey. moment. Hey. Don't forget the cannoli. Hey, this Don't is forget the cannoli. The cannoli. 
Hey. Don't forget the cannoli. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget hey. the cannoli. Hey. Get hey, it. don't forget Get the cannoli, huh? Cannoli, yeah. How you doing? Cannoli, this you're going to be your part of the daily segment. Yep. I like that. Don't hey. forget the cannoli segment. Because right. last time we thought, <laughs> who let the dogs out? But it's kind of corny. I like the who, uh, don't forget the cannoli. Don't forget the cannoli. Let's do it, brother. So, first childhood memory. Uh, first ever childhood memory. First childhood memory yes. is uh, when it's kindergarten. Um, the, the the teacher had put crayons and paper out on the table. It took us all the kids to go see the zoo. And uh, when we came back from the zoo, um, I started drawing. We were drawing the animals. And that was the moment that I drew proportionate animals. And all the kids were surrounding my table. And they're pushing their papers to me. And they said, can you draw mine too? Yours is so good. I can't do it. And the teacher came over and pulled me aside and called my parents. And then I got I got scared. I thought I thought I was in trouble. But she said, "Your son has talent. Please keep engaging in, in education for him." You know, and and my my mom and dad, they never stopped. Yeah, they never stopped. But, so you were like very yeah. supported growing up. But through art, I was, I was, I had support, but I was also trained by master's degree painters and illustrators. So it was very like, I would say hyper intensive. Like, uh, was it overkill? Now that you look back, oh, big time. Well, you know, like how like, many hours a week are we? Talking? I would say my relationship with art was very, it, it was very tough at a young age because at the age of ten, <laughs> this is the cannoli, cannoli moment. Don't this forget the cannoli. cannoli. Don't, Don't forget, forget the cannoli. cannoli. Don't you know what forget I do? the cannoli. Cannoli, come here. For some here, reason, buddy. if I go like this to him, he like he he kind of calms down, but he'll like want me Sit. to pet him a little bit for some reason. Sit, buddy. Sit. <laughs> so where were we? Um, thank you, cannoli. Um, so turn it on. Click the tick. Click it off and on. There's the switch. Yeah. Now hit the mode button till you get uh, Bluetooth. Hit mode till you get Bluetooth. Yeah, left. It's the leftmost button, right above the big dial. Yeah, one more. There you go. And now find it, Karaoke King. And then uh, feel free to DJ. No more than eight seconds. Let's see what happens. Art God. Yes. Yes. We're creating. Um podcasting in a new way we are right this is innovative you know like absolutely and music gets me in a fucking mood dude and if you got the art guide Ooh, here rick can that i was good so you need to probably play it pause it and don't hit that eight seconds it's like riding a bull you know you can gotta I tell, can I tell you seconds we you haven't even got to this level yet a conversation yet no man this is how crazy this that is this really is good, man we had to break each other open and and like if I'm holding something in, I can't be as authentic and it bothers me. And then I have to risk. I was telling Josh and, and Ani, like, it's worth risking people not wanting to be on the podcast. And because and, otherwise it's not going to be worth it in the long run if I'm not able to really speak my truth and call people out on anything across my mind. Because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not unreasonable. So if I'm thinking it, even if I'm overthinking it, somebody out there is thinking it. And I'm also allowing them to connect with you. 
I want people to connect with you, Jason. And so when I talk to you, I'm like listening, learning, but also going, okay, how do I, how do I translate this? Cause I love teaching people into terms they can embrace and not get upset because people were coming to me saying, oh, like that, that's wrong. You shouldn't introduce yourself like that. And we had like an hour discussion and, and you know, that's, that's why the best I love part this. right that's there. That's why I love that's the this best because part. whoever listens to this gets to know you. Holy shit. If anyone ever thought they knew you, if they listen to this entire two hours, probably yes. what it's going to end up being or right. three, I don't know. Sorry about that. I know we're that's cutting okay. it. But I'm just, just so interesting that we got to keep rolling, you know? It's just like, dude, hardcore No, because you're willing to also be authentic and open up. Did he go and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Are we going to have to start a band? Oh, I'm on fire. <laughs> hey, pretty girl, did he, did he go and leave you all alone? I Ooh. got a bad desire. Oh, <coughs> I'm on fire. Ooh, I'm on fire. Original, right? We don't have licensing for that. You got a beautiful voice, Rick. Papa Rick got Thank a you, beautiful Rick. voice. You know what? I'm gonna say just to be because I like I don't like to be dishonest. Yeah. I think it's limited, but certain songs I can like I think Springsteen and me have a I really love his I think I'm just in a little bit more in his wheelhouse. Yeah. But like if I do like, you know, Mariah Carey, <laughs> that might not go so well. Mariah Carey's tough. Yeah. Even Eagles, man, like Don Henley is like, fuck. I'm almost there, but he has that ability to go high and like still, it sounds like he's stretching, but it's not st still somewhat effortless, you know? Yes. Hotel California, baby, my number one ever. Number one favorite song ever, man. <laughs> you could check it, check out anytime you like, but you could never leave. So, next question, our next God. question. Yeah, Do you this know, is good. now we get into uh, come on, you, you want to do my branding? In, do my branding, actually. That's brand? on my mind. Yeah, <laughs> how would you rebrand me? What do you think I should do? Go ahead and like crack me open or I think I also, ask me whatever you want. I realized this as well too about our, our relationship yeah. with the podcasting as well. Um, I think I, I was thinking about this the other day as well about how our, our conversations are so deep and it's, and it's mainly going back and forth to the challenging, mm -hmm. you know, and then, and then also the, the acceptance to want to challenge and then, and then learn. That's what I think is what's, what's really, really key. So I, I thought about it and I was like, Papa Rick is going to have uh, the art god on the podcast. And I was like, come on, I got to give Papa Rick the high powered advisory. If he's going to be the one interviewing the art god, he's going to have to be the greatest podcaster in the world. That's the way to really, really approach it, right? And so I, I, I was literally thinking about your brand. Yeah. You hit it on the dot. Our, from the beginning of us being here and having our conversations on the podcast, it was always about seeing how high powered of a brand that you can be and why you're so lovable 
why you're so irresistible for people to want to hear your conversation, your wow. voice, your your feelings, your emotions, and your your uh, opinions on everything. You know, you are a brand. You are the brand that's making people cry. <laughs> you know, so so that's Which why lessons, we have to take that super serious, and we need to. I need to help you basically brand market that and the design of it, just like. Same way I did Dr. Chill. I made him into an icon. That's just really, I popped that. I can do that, like hotcakes. It's just like me just stating I want to do this. That's really so, all it so is. So what's your advice to me? How do you see me? Give it to me straight. Yeah, I, I want, I, 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 in my opinion, yeah. you are the greatest podcaster in the world. My wow. opinion, because um, you could do the Joe Rogan thing. You could relate towards not just the like the softy kind of guy the more the more guys who know about like health fitness they're into like masculine things ufc whatever all that stuff boxing sports you have like the the way that your personality is what well, well, is it's wider than joe rogan you know what i'm saying because you can actually hit the, also the uh the female market more harder so wow. um, yeah i see that yeah you can hit the female market more harder thank you so much man. based on based on your intuitiveness to be able yeah. to speak on sensuality right no not because like i'm that, you know? yeah it's because i can relate maybe or i yeah. actually cater to a wider audience yeah i'm not yeah. as much on the masculine side yeah i'm like masculine and embrace the masculine and the feminine right as right. a package right what are you 80 20 60 yeah. 40 40 60 20 yep. 80 man or woman baby yeah and you also, can be eighty percent feminine, twenty percent masculine as a man, and that's totally okay. Like that's the first. If that's a problem for you, you already are starting with a poor equation. Like, think about the equation first before you try to solve for x. Like you're starting with the wrong equation, assuming that somehow you're supposed to be eighty twenty masculine or ninety ten masculine or one hundred percent masculine. No feminine, meaning feminine being the aesthetics of your personality, looking good, matching your clothes, matching your socks, like cleaning your house, organize, feng shuiing your, like ha some guys are very feminine, meaning they're very like metrosexual, let's say. It doesn't mean they're lesser of a man or a woman, whatever yes. you wanna, wh who, whatever side, there could be a woman that's 80% masculine. That's just who you are, why not lean into that? And then partner with a guy that's 20% masculine, 80% feminine. So he could be like, baby, like, I love the alpha shit you do. I love supporting you do your alpha. And then instead of going, hey, you're a woman, you're supposed to be submissive to me, but I'm really not the alpha in the relationship, but I'll pretend because I'm the guy and everyone's going to be like, how come your woman's telling you like leading the way or whatever? No, no, no. Uh, you know, it's me. Like, dude, it's okay. That's not the race. Be a team. Go, okay, fine, honey. You score the points. I'll get the rebounds. That's okay. Be the rebounder you are. If you're Dennis Rodman, that's okay. You don't have to be Michael Jordan. Michael's the alpha. Rodman's the, you know, the rebound. And not that he's not alpha, but take your position wherever it is, man or woman. Yes. Embrace yourself, you know? We have to put out this message, man. Like, because if that's already a problem, then I had a problem grasping that, to be honest, because I thought I was supposed to be a certain role. I grew up in a role-based environment. So it took me a divorce and 
anger management counseling, self-counseling and therapy counseling to go, oh, fuck, like, I guess I guess I didn't really have it figured out. And that's how it changed. Until then, I wasn't listening to anybody at all, dude. <laughs> Until I was like basically like in my late 30s. So whoever is like struggling, just yes. be open, read a damn book. Just yes. read a book. You can always go back to your old ways. Yeah. But you may go, fuck, man, that might work better. <laughs> huh? Maybe if I don't take it personally and try to smash everybody's head in. Yeah, that might be good. Right? Nothing personal. Cannoli, what do you say, man? Man, we got to get in some difficult questions over yeah, here. Man. Yeah. So what's you know your branding? That, um, what How should I be branding myself any differently? Uh, Maybe am I doing? Keep going, man. You oh, said. Yeah. Actually, no, your brand, your brand, like I said. So uh, you have to put out the mission statement. And basically in your mentality, you have to put out. This is I am the the greatest podcaster in the world. That's I have like, to say that? Yeah, well, you have to know that in your mind. Okay. You don't have to say it if you don't want to say it out, but you should at least know it. I want to you know, know that. I, mean? I really do. If you could say it. I want to believe you, Jason, and yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying yeah. maybe that's true. Yeah. And I can the, see. Because the, the only thing that's going to separate yeah. you from like the best, right, yeah. that are out there right now, yeah. right? Actually, Joe Rogan is the best, right? So yeah, I love the, only thing, the only thing that's going to separate you is your belief. I know. Really all it is. Right. So if you believe it, then yeah, you basically are. You you're like sure. way ba way beyond him. And then you got to deliver. And you got to deliver. Yeah. And then the and proof you, is and, in the pudding. And and you just uh, you ride it all the way through. You execute it all the way through. You right. don't you don't hold back, because because if you hold back, then you're just you're second guessing whether you want to go all the way. You have to go all out. I understand. Just go all out. And you can't win the championship is, yeah. if you're aiming for the CBA. You know the, the CBA. Yeah. Like you got to yeah. go, we can be champions. We are champions. You have to play like a champion a year before the championship so you can get ready for the season as a champion, play the regular season as a champion, get into the playoffs as a champion type team and win the championship. And then you go, yes, we are. We were that champion team, but it started a year ago. Yes. I am getting to that level, I feel, with like the whiskey business because I have a partner and I'm, He's my crutch. I feel like we're probably both each other's crutch. We needed each other. It was one of the reasons we were conscious, like, dude, we need to like do this together to get over these humps of like limitations. Yeah. Every time he would limit himself, I'd go, dude, don't do that. Let's go. And then every time I would, he'd say, Rick, you're smart. <laughs> you don't have to prove you're smart all the time. You're smart. Let's just go. Just go with it. Boom, 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 man. With the podcast, I haven't quite gotten there, but I'm getting there. Definitely hearing people say it is important, but it all comes down to you, man. Like, you don't need to hear somebody tell you you are or aren't the art god. You've already decided. Does it matter? It does matter what I say in terms of you're listening to the logic, but you don't need me, even though you love me and think I'm great, to agree with you. And that's powerful, dude. I am honestly, or I have not been at that level yet before at this moment. Maybe this is the tipping point for me i don't know but i'm just being honest man yeah it's always a struggle for me yeah i guess in a way i want to represent that because i want to represent absolutely brother all the
self-doubting. Thinking your shit. Staying in the shit because you think this is it. And getting out of that shit is real, dude. It's real. Ten fucking years, bro. I swear. Starting over. Losing my kids. Abandoning them in my heart. Abandoning my wife. Because I never... I thought being a husband and father was my most important job. I had nothing else. So keep that in mind. I had nothing. I didn't have a podcast. I had a shit fucking job that I hated. And now I'm stuck paying a fucking... You know, X, which I was like, take the house. I felt so guilty, man, because, you know, it just wasn't a good situation for either of us. And I was certain you couldn't get out of it. And then it just got bad enough where one day, whoa, it broke, even with three kids, man. I just couldn't. Like, mentally, I couldn't do it anymore. So it's okay. And I hated myself. I blamed myself. Went through a lot of therapy, self-therapy. I went through, I went to therapy for anxiety, for the guilt, which now I know is a made-up emotion. It's not even an emotion. Guilt. Somebody makes it up. Hey, if you're not a good daughter, you're a bad daughter, you are a bad son, fuck that shit. They don't know. that That's not the value. You decide your own value. But at the time, I felt guilty that I was a failed father. I was a failed husband. I went and lived in a fucking guest room, dude. I started from zero. Gave up all my salary to keep the house going until I kept climbing out of it, man. And refinding myself in the process while taking care of three kids 50% of the time. I had to reinvent myself, dude, completely. Like, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. But it's been a very... long painful putting your loved ones in the most fucked up situations hey kids come to a fucking two bedroom apartment and stay with me half the time you know what I mean it was, it was the best best experience of their life but like the, the climbing the mountain like I'm just saying it's fucking hard and just because I'm posting, hey, do this, like, happy shit doesn't mean it's not a struggle every day. And that's why I want to, like, curb, like, hey, get to Jason's level, but give yourself 10 years, dude. Like, I can't even get to that level yet. And that's okay. I'm still showing up. You know, the most important important thing of why, why I will call myself the art god it's mainly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter that you become an art god. It's just for you to feel immortal at least for one day. <laughs> at least for one day. 
That's how you know you live in life. That's the message right. of why I call myself the art god. And why not? And why everyone, not? everyone, if you're doing needs great to things. Why that, not? Though. Right? If you're doing great things, why not? Oh man, we all been through some shit, man. We all figuring it out. I think the the bigger why for a lot of what we're doing. Because <clears throat> it's always the conversations we end up having with other people, with us, is like helping people find their dream. Or honestly, for me as a realist, to be 1% happier. So if that's art God's target, go for it. If it's just, or stay where you're at, baby. I love you anyway. But no, you can't. Like, look where I came. I swear, dude, I have made a lot of, like, I'm, the tears are like, Probably, honestly, a combination of painful tears because I'm thinking back to the moments, but I was a different person. So it's also like triumphant. Like, uh, you know, not to equate it to like a world championship yet. We on our way. But like, you know, when... The greats are kissing the trophy. And they're crying. It's the struggle, man. It's like, fuck. All that, like they're staying strong while they're climbing the mountain. Because if you look back, you're going to fall. You're going to topple down. Dude. You got to believe and you can't be looking back. Don't look down. Got to stay focused. Got to stay strong. Don't distract yourself because, yeah, it's a long way, but fuck it down. You don't ever want to go back. So keep looking up. And when you get over the tip, you go, fuck. That was some crazy shit. irritated with myself right now but it's right I was pulling <laughs> just give me a minute I was pulling two fucking families on my back risking their lives with no fucking safety net bro I'm not saying it to brag but that's a lot to fucking carry Meaning putting them at risk, trying all these business ideas, going into debt, all to find myself. Rick, how much longer are you going to be finding yourself, motherfucker? We're going to run out of fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, anyway. And uh, the point is, man, it was all worth it. But it's like looking back, I go, what the fuck did I do?
like that was fucked. Like that's I think that's why I'm crying because I'm like, it was painful. It was like, it was kind of fucked up, and I just didn't want to. I couldn't always like when people are stressing out. You got to be like, it's gonna be fine. And you live in your dream. You're living and your my dream kids are now. badass motherfuckers. Yeah. Because they're like, holy shit, dad. Dude, they've told me on film, dad, like we saw you. You were a fucking fat, pasty old guy 10 years ago. Like they remember, they saw my transition. They saw me become a less anger-driven person, less victim-minded person. Like I started realizing it was all me. Like, I allowed that situation. I didn't set boundaries. I didn't, wasn't emotionally intelligent. So like, I couldn't, you can't change other people. You just, you can't let people in your life that don't fit you, but you got to also figure your shit out first. Yes. So they saw that, man. So they're like super emotionally intelligent, like too emotionally intelligent, where not too, but I get mad sometimes and lose it. And then Cody will be like, just looking at me. And I'm pissed. But I know, like, this motherfucker's doing what I told him. When I get pissed, just be like, here he goes again. Poor guy. He can't control his shit. And he's looking at me like... And I, like, finish and I stop and I go, you're waiting for me to calm down, right? He goes, yep. I'm like, all right. And we're good. That's a man in control of his emotions. Took me 47 years. Still trying. Anyway, thank you, brother. Thank you for, yeah, man. Uh, for expressing yourself in this manner. and You know, you just, are the just guy to crack me uh, open, dude. <laughs> I am already crying on every fucking conversation with on business calls, dude. And I am like, I'm sorry. But they go, no, 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 I like it. I'm like, it's, it's not... Like I'm not embarrassed, but I just let it go, and the embarrassment makes me makes it sound worse because I go <laughs> trying to hold it in instead of just letting it out. Because I'm like, it's still it's hard for me, just for the record. So like, it's okay, it's okay yeah. to cry. I don't yeah. judge, but I judge myself yeah. a little bit. Hey, I would say the, the the crying. That's how real as real as it gets. It doesn't get more realer than the crying because well, th those are the conversations that are the most vulnerable. They're the most difficult to like express for most people. And, you know, not a lot of people have that ability to do that, you know, and we want to inspire people. That's, that's the whole point of why we wanted to come together and, and do this podcast and talk and engage with each other. We want to change the world. And what better way it is why, and, why not? to be the leaders of that and to be, put ourselves in this vulnerable state to be able to Look, talk. I am engage. a selfish motherfucker for the record. I want to help other people live their best life so they can be happy so they're not assholes to me. Like, I want to live with people that are happy. <laughs> I want happy Smurfs. Yes. So I'm really like a selfish Papa Smurf going, hey, wait, wait, wait. let's make sure everyone's, you're not happy with that job? Come on, man. You got what it takes. You got something special. Let's figure it out. I believe that too, man. They may not all be art gods, but you got something that you're good at. Ben is like a... Somebody would underestimate my son, Ben, because he doesn't have, you know, 150 IQ, but he's a social genius. He remembers everybody's name and what the fuck they were wearing or that they had a knee brace on six and a half months ago. And he'll like be like, how's your knee? 
So like you do utilize them that way. Why would you? Why would I sit him in front of a computer anyway? He likes music. He likes talking to people. Get him at a fucking party, dude. That bro has been asking me to go party with me since he was like 12 years old. Can I go with you? Can I go with you? Now he's 18. I'm like, all right, once in a while. But 21, this dude is like, I'm telling you, we're going to, he, Ben is the biggest superstar we have on our roster, in my opinion. I am aware of that. It's just he's not ready and I don't, I don't need to push him. He's silly. He wants to pick his nose too much on like, do all that, <laughs> messing around, which is funny, but I ain't got a crew to go through 58 hours of footage right now. But when he's prepared himself, which might be now, like we got to do this art therapy because, you know, like you said, man, it's it's about like putting this out there in a raw form for anyone that really needs it because people that aren't ready aren't going to want to hear this right now and they don't have to be listening to this until maybe five years from now, 10 years, mark it on your, pin it, come back to it when you're able to stomach it, right? And then read some books like, you know, The Cow in the Parking Lot, you know, How to Say No Without Feeling Guilty, those kind of things that opened my eyes to a different way of thinking, you know, not taking these personal, being open, being more empathetic and all that, man. Yes. So that's the way we can probably impact people the most is like helping them find themselves, helping them figure out their like, mental prisons that are keeping them from interacting with people they love the way they want or building the relationships they want or and having business deals they want because it's all related if people don't like you they're not going to want to do business with you man that's like the key to my business is i always go hey can we do a win-win here if not no no hard feelings and then start off like that it's personal how are you do we vibe and then you go from there People that conversation that. has to always come forward. And then like most people in business, you learn that they, I always watch that. Who's the first one to bring that forward? Right. Let us have a win-win-win situation here when we sit at the table of business. But a lot of people don't like to state that forward. They like to actually hold back on stating that. Right. And just like to maneuver around listening to people's intellectual property so that they can actually, you know, steal their ideas or just incorporate some things that they could learn from their IP. And um, see, and I value away. the people more than yeah. the IP because yeah, the yeah. people can make endless IP for us. Yeah. So if they're really geniuses, I'm not trying to steal that IP. I'm like, oh, how do we like bond together and make more IPs and all of us make more money? Yeah. It's such short minded con artist thinking like because you don't if you're a con artist, you don't believe in your true talents. Most con artists are probably really good, like, like at creating deals or, or or organizing event. Why not just lean into that? But they're not confident, so they feel like they have to try to, you know, steal instead of building a long term network that eventually does some great fucking shit. That takes years. It's the relationship. Years, the yes. relationship. They have to trust you. They can't be like, oh, you're now a producer, so okay, I'm gonna do this big project with you. They want to know you for like three, four years and go, what have you done? Oh, okay, I see you. I see you doing your thing out there. That's what happens, man. Like making a film, it takes, you know, five years for a new investor to invest usually. They're not crazy like me that took a month the first time. Small investment, but I didn't have time. I got four kids. I ain't got time to fuck around. Where, where do I give them? Who do I give the money to? Get me on the set. But, most investors are like they want to get to know you they want to come to your premiere blah 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 and then 
then they're already invested in something. And then like, it, you have to build the relationships, man. Like, you know, the re people don't just pop out on the scene with a $10 million piece. That is years of building and growing, right? Did I tell you the breakdown of how to sell a $1 million piece of art? Break it down. <laughs> very, very simple. Um, the ability to sell $1 million of a piece of artwork is to master the laws of high-powered provenance. And what that means is you have to get the brand endorsement of the world's wealthiest people. Specifically, if you can get the art collectors, that would be more money and more value. Uh, because those individuals invest in money for the artwork as well, too. So uh, it's just about getting t targeting your brand as an artist within that network. And then once you're within the endorsement of the billionaire, now you can sell your art privately within that billionaire's market for over a million dollars. You could even sell up to a hundred million as well, too. It just depends on which billionaire you get to in their bracket um, of wealth. And that's how you sell a million dollar piece of artwork. So it's, what do we do with the podcast, man? Like seriously, like yeah. how do we, cause I think, so, so far we're about 20 episodes in, right? Is this 20? No. What is it? You can talk, man. <laughs> 24, Kobe. 24. Kobe, dude. Kobe. I always fucking shot Kobe when 24 comes up. Shout out to Kobe. All right. Wow. You're, t you're 24. So you're 24. coming out later in like a month or, or, or whatever. Did you know that was my number? My football number? Really? 24. Oh, bro. I mean, now, yeah. you know, when I hear 8 or 24, I got to give Dude, props to my man. That was the art guide. Wow, okay. I played wide receiver. Uh, and you're episode 20 fucking 4. That, yeah. That's weird. See, like, that, those kind of things, like, I, again, I'm a realist, so I go, like, it could be a coincidence, and it could be a sign from the art guide. The thunder last night. I don't know. The thunder. Look, I can't say, by the way, as much as I poo pooed on what you said and said, hey, don't be superstitious, I can't say for sure it wasn't. Did you try to answer the question? <laughs> Did you make that lightning bolt? I saw a lightning <laughs> bolt too, by the way. Was it? Yeah. It was and, and it looked like you had a little gas. Was that just you having, is that what, when God has gas? Is that what happens? <laughs> a little lightning bolt? That's crazy. Right? It's like a window to your fart knobs. That's wow. Did you make that lightning bolt come out? Yes or no? Yes, I did. Did you? I did. <laughs> oh shit. It was a, a crescendo, you know, a, to the night. A sonic crescendo. Huh. You know. It didn't seem say. like there was rain on the forecast. No rain. It was like Only a, dry, a bean burrito. It was a dry one. Dry. And you did have a bean burrito that day, so that would make sense. Yes. <laughs> And I told God to ignite Zeus's lightning bolt. <laughs> he just At likes to moment. get in our head, man. Absolutely. He may or may not believe that he did the lightning bolt. I hope he doesn't really believe that he did it. I hope he's just trying to like get us to think that. So anything else I should do different with my branding or what's the next steps? Like teach me, like I'm just open since you're here. Because I feel yeah. like, I think I've said this to you before that I think if I want, had somebody interview me, I think yes. it would be you. Like, I Absolutely. think you could probably ask the tough questions and we yes. have that relationship. And yes. There could like be I, a part two where you just interview me. Absolutely. You know you what? Want. I will say this. I, I, um, it's interesting how you just brought that because I'm like, wow, uh, Papa Rick's going to interview the art guide today. And I was just like, and all of a sudden it's, yeah, uh, he, 
he's so genius, he flipped it on me. And he's like, oh, I would like to be interviewed by you, our guy. <laughs> it's something I've talked so, to yeah. a while back. Like Jason and I have talked about, you know, me telling my story, but yes. through the right interviewer like right. one of my guests and i thought yeah. of you i think i think it, i think that. what's easy for me to interview you uh and kind of like vice versa uh, us kind of going back and forth and being able to i guess bounce a conversation like back and forth well is uh basically because of our our the, the conversations that we've had with each other that are they're so open and 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 we're open towards the vulnerability part so i know so much about like from not just the art and the mentality part, but also like the beautiful women, sensuality, sexuality, how open you are to like just talking to me about all that stuff, you know, is uh -oh. it's interesting, you know? And Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um I think that's why that's why our conversation. Oh what's this right here? Rob Bass. Hit Dude. it, hit it one time. No, hit it one time though. What? Oh, you gotta drop that beat. Yeah, yeah, let's drop that beat and then you can just get the beat dropped loud, very, very loud. Oh. Louder, please. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go back to the beginning beat because that's it. The beginning, the beginning of like all the way up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. Well, I just need Dude. the first lyric and then oh, I can go from right. there. Oh, that's right. We only had the eight seconds. Huh? Yeah. That's right. Oh, I forgot we need to get that, to the yeah. lyric and then we can, because I kind of know it if it starts. I yeah. forgot how it starts. Yeah, I like that. I'm Rob Bass and I'm about to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone oh, because I get stupid. stupid. I mean, outrageous. <laughs> Stay away from me it's if you're contagious. Though I'm a no, not a loser. To be an MC is it's what I choose. Uh, ladies love me. Girls adore me. I mean, even the ones who never saw me. Because the way that I rhyme at a show, the reason my man, I don't know. So let's go. Because it takes two to make a thing go right. <laughs> it takes two to make it out of sight. That's right, Cannoli. Yeah. So what else, man? Um, Any difficult other difficult questions, yeah, my brother? For, I gotta go back to asking oh. you difficult questions. Oh yeah, unless you want me to go for it. You know what? What? Yeah. What? Well, this is what I'm gonna do. Are we done with the branding question? The branding. Yeah. We need to do this. Yeah. See the branding, basically, because today I came, I came with the mentality of like, oh man, Rick wants to go into my story, but for me now, I I have so much honor for how I want to see your brand at such a high level. What I want to do is uh, I want to basically uh, take my 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 being very intuitive and, and conscious with like how I organize your brand so that basically. Yeah, yeah, I sorry. can get into your your psyche, your psyche um, as far as like, remember, uh, we want to create like a vision board. Yeah, so the more that the more that I, I know about your vision, the more I make it into a reality. Can we do that right? today? Yeah, you want to do that? Yeah, Go for it. keep going. Uh, What's your vision about oh, about your brand? Shit. Yeah. Also, I gotta tell you. You do, yeah. Hmm. Unless, because otherwise, I'll be just trying to read your mind. But I would hmm. rather you. The, the more visually that you can kind of like. I think I look. I love teaching people. Yeah. Because I've oh, I'm talking about like looking at all the patterns of my life and things that led me to here and friends gathering before the test with me because I was good at explaining what's in the book in a very simple way. And at least getting 80% of it so they, we could all like 
do reasonably well. Yes. And I was a good test taker, man, because I could understand and empathize with the teacher, even based on the way she taught. I'm like, this is what I'm reading the book going, okay, she's probably going to ask this, probably going to ask this. That would stick out to me as the teacher. And I would probably pick up like 95, 98% of the questions, man, from doing that, right? So I always like teaching people. And um, I don't know, man. I, I like helping people. I have this obsession with figuring out people's stories and then helping them figure out, I guess, either understanding how they got there or helping them figure out, you know, how to get there, you know? That's why I like the whole Papa Rick thing because it, you know, the Papa Smurf character kind of speaks to me as somebody that just helps people figure out their passion, whatever that is. And it's not that you have to stay as one Smurf, but be who you are, lean into that, you know, don't follow the money, follow the passion and then the money will come. I'm not saying money's not important. It's fuel for the fire, fuel for the car to get to where you want to go. Not everyone's going to be a billionaire, but hey, if you have the opportunity, if you're lucky enough to have been graced by this game with, you know, abilities, intelligence, creativity and opportunity because you have you live in you're living somewhere where there is opportunity and you're not shackled physically, you know, then fucking go for it. I think that's what we're saying here, you know. So whether that's through the whiskey business, which is you know, and we're always striving for championship level. Like, I don't want to do just a podcast. I want to do a podcast that tells the story better than anyone else or allows somebody to show themselves better than any other podcast. That's why I like to let the person kind of tell their side, understand them. I don't really like to research too much on like history or past because I want them to be able to tell me and then we go from there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, is that specific enough for you, Jason? Yes, sir. Muchas gracias. Um, visualization, your mood board. So, visually, what do you see when it comes to your brand? Tell me about the, the visual symbols, hmm. the illustrations of life, the icon, iconic things. bringing people together in like large groups. It could be events here. It could be events elsewhere. It could be like, it could be in a huge auditorium. Um, 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 um. Uh, Tony Robbins style, but different. My style, where people are coming together uh, to find who, themselves, party, there's music, there's, you know, and I, he kind of does that, but I think I'd incorporate a lot more interaction and, yeah. you know, like, and less, less, yeah, maybe it's like a different watching. environment than like a stage right. in, in seats. Yeah. Maybe it's That's more, more smaller. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's smaller. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that is, you know, but, and like, I, mean, I love the, so I love the underdog, man. I love helping underdogs get to their goal because they can. If they just open their mind, like I love doing, you know, I'm working on a documentary right now with somebody that's super talented that, you know, is coming back and has an amazing story. So that gets me excited. And so whatever excites me, I want to figure out. And I don't always know how I'm going to work with somebody and it just plays itself out. And sometimes it's just me connecting them with somebody and that's fine, you know, and sometimes it turns into someone that ends up, you know, 
being a part of your creative direction, you know, like you. So, icon symbols. What are some me? icon symbols oh. that, that you're? And you're you. Let me tell you this: you're Ukrainian. You know that the symbology of Russia is so powerful think, in in brand designing. I'm not really, I'm a like, man of the world. Yeah. Um, I think we're all one. But but I'm saying, yes. have you like for me as a designer, right? Yeah. Like I I I grew up in the design with my education. I studied not just drawing, yeah. but then from drawing, I had to learn design, and through design, I had to learn from the the top designers in the world, right? Most of the, the top designers in the world, they're, they're from Europe. They're from Russia. A lot from Japan, too. Yeah. Like, and those are the people that create uh, icons and logos. And the most simplified icons, but the most powerful. So that's, that's why um, I want you to think about it like that. That's, that's basically the, the kind of uh, mentality that I have when I, when I create um, like a symbol or a brand design for um, that's the mentality of what I had when I created Dr. Chills. Um, so for you, it'd be the same thing. I, I want to get into the, to the symbology of, of things at its most simplified state. And that would be your brand icon, your symbol. You so need literally a, you, like the Nike, yeah. like what's your, exactly. Swoosh you need a swoosh. I got exactly. You. Well, we have, and the it beard. doesn't, it doesn't have to be complicated. Right. It could be, um, it could be simple. What do you it think about be, the know. beard? And I'm not saying it as a defensive question at all. Yeah. Let's start there since that is sort of what I'm using in place. And I like yeah. it. It's actually the only thing that I liked. I've tried <laughs> creating brands with others before and it never yeah. turned out the way. I, and this, this really turned out well. Josh, yeah. great job, brother. Making that happen, taking it on himself. And, and at least it gave us like a, a symbol, something to, I don't know, think yeah. about. Because it's like a visual to reference. It's like a, I think of it as like a the star on top of the Christmas tree. It's like, you know, it's just a symbol of the tree. You might have other ornaments on it that are beautiful and the tree itself is beautiful and there's this whole visual, but the ornament, the icon helps you quickly remember in your head. Like when you see the swoosh, which is the, the star on top of the Nike tree. Yes. You know, it's not the only thing. They have other symbols, but it's the one there. And when you see it, you go, you instantly get a rush of advertising colors, lifestyle, athleticism, coolness, brand like brand identity. Like, and it's the same for a person. Like, you remember somebody through some kind of visual that yeah. you log. Maybe it's your face. That's why the face is so powerful because it's the window. Like the eyes are the window to the soul. Yes. So like the the you know the Doctor Chill icon is already out of the gates powerful because that somebody's face is what you connect with the best. That's what people click on when they see pictures being posted. If it's your, if you're far away, they let there's less likes on average when they're up close, there's more likes, by the way, all things being equal, like good quality pictures. If you're up close and they connect with your face intimately, they're more likely to like it. That's like a study that was done that I learned from, I think Ty Lopez actually said that. So props mm -hmm. to him. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's not something I found out on my own. But the point is like, maybe that's something to think about that it's whatever, maybe it's because the beard gets the face and it has the lips, there's a shape to it. So there's, it's kind of like, oh yeah, that looks like you, even though it's very subtle. Yeah. So what do you think of that as the icon? Is it something I mean, past that? 
I think um, can you I, actually, it? I really like it. Can you it. enhance it? Of course I could. Well, yes, can I you could. try? I'm old. Absolutely. I mean, Josh is not married to it, although he's dating it. <laughs> he will be sad to see it go, but I feel like you can still have a relationship with it. Like, Absolutely. Make a cool necklace, hang it in your room, like keep it around. But it could be replaced by a better icon. Right. I mean, this is this is how I look at it. Think of it as the I, original. There was probably an original Nike swoosh. Yeah. And then they went like, oh, let's just arc it a little bit. Okay. Yes. This is how. I, there's a little gray in it now. Th this is how I look at it when I when it comes to like a lot of these brands and and uh, they're they're iconic and I I try to see how monetizable the brand symbol is. So what I do is um, think about it like this. If you were to put the beard on a t-shirt, do you think somebody would buy it? Yes, possibly. Yes, possible. So um, when I create like certain certain icons that I that I actually make and I put a lot of intuitive uh, focus on it for its success, I make it so that it actually will be, will make actually a million to a hundred million in value. And I and and I basically look at that because now now it's about creating an icon that's sellable like Nike because just like the swoosh, you are is it are you able to put it on a T-shirt and is it sellable? The answer is, oh hell yeah, it is. That's the kind of answer that you want for a design instead of like, yeah, I think I think it'll sell. I think it'll sell, but not the the how you know something will sell. It's like a oh hell, that's it right there. Get that on a T-shirt right mm -hmm. away. That's what you want. Right. And so that's that's what I focus in on. I have an idea there. for you that I just thought of that we, we bounced. Sorry. Yeah. Or out. <laughs> that's something. That <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Smooth. This is the blue moon? <laughs> <coughs> it's not good unless you cough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dad gets concerned when I cough. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, that's how it gets in the lungs. Don't worry. Um, so the beard, I was just thinking, what about doing something with the beard that's like, for example, putting gray is also a symbol of like, I am definitely authentic with my aging. I don't want to color my hair and that, that, I don't judge. I love like I, whatever somebody wants to do with their hair is do what you want. Maybe I'll dye it pink or something. That would be kind of like the beard. I would dye the beard pink or like the white parts pink for like a cause or something. But I thought like, what if the symbol is a beard, but it has like a, an interesting white design, like a lightning bolt that shows like strength, power and wisdom. Because the gray is wisdom. It's like you've been through a lot. Because you know what? When you look at my pictures before I bought the soccer, indoor soccer place, and Felix came along, my three-year-old, I had no gray. So that's on you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but what you, if buddy. it's like a... But I embrace it because this is my, like... This is like I get a, so much power from those challenges. Ooh. Can I tell you I something? I have to rise up every time that shit got hard. I was like, okay... I got to go to another level? Oh, my God. I thought I was already there. No, you're never there, man. Can I tell you something? Yes. Um, I want to throw this at you as well because it, it, it'll. I want you to expand your creative your creative freedom. Sure. You know, so. Um, you want the, me to shave my beard? No, 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 no. Just kidding. The beard, the beard and the physical side of how you look 
is is just one ideology of right. uh, of a symbol, right? Right. Um, I see. Me and Doctor Chill, we chose different paths. Uh, Doctor Chill's path was his face yeah. as the symbol, right? right. My my symbol. I I did not choose choose to use my face. Right. What I decided to do was I decided to use my initials. Right. J and oh. the L. And then I put a dot on the top, right? Because I wanted to form just a simplified human being, right? Bro. In the form of an icon, which is this, this symbol is, this is my, my high-end luxury brand of identity. And, but I, I didn't want it to be about my face. It's beyond me. Right. Like my and brand. And what if my beard like, goes away? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't have to be married to The gray is going to change. Yeah. Right. You can come, like I, I would, in my suggestions, yeah. I took that route, but Dr. Chill went the face route. Only, and I only gave him that route on purpose because he didn't have a, a he didn't tell me a, 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 an icon or a symbol. He didn't give me the vivid information. He just said, you create what you ever need to, whatever that you feel. So, I, so in my mind, I was like, you know what? I can make his face into an icon. I know I could do that. Right. So I just really embraced that. I think it really that, works uh, for him. Man. Yeah. He has, because he yeah. has such a unique face. Yeah. And, and, and like the glasses, the shapes, the glasses, the Every nose. day. The lips, the beard, the handlebars, yes. the reflection off the glasses that you can do anything with, the hat. Yes. So much to work with. So, so much, much style and it's, it's, character and depth and layers that, and you can make this kind of very easy to see, but then you go into the detail and there's like interesting detail behind it. So it's, it's I think it really works. I really like that, man. That, I didn't know it was your initials. Oh, yeah. Way. Yeah. This is my, yeah. These are my initials. And it's such a universal symbol. Like it, it's like, it's so, it's simple, you know, but it's also like unique because it has your initials and it's, yeah. you, you made it unique to yourself because of the JL. That was very key, but also you don't need anyone to even know that it's a JL and it looks amazing. So great job. Absolutely. And I wanted to also symbolize one of my most favorite artists, Leonardo da Vinci, the Vitruvian Man. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. But I wanted to do that in a futuristic sense of representation. Love that, bro. Um, and this is—I made it in a most simplified sense of design to be sleek, um, almost in the essence of a Ferrari or a Lamborghini uh, customized design. And um, so this kind of symbol symbology would go very well in a futuristic manner on spaceships. Um, also on, on uh, uh, rockets and vessels. Yeah, that, that's really where I was looking towards the future as well. It looks like a spaceman. Yeah. It could be a spacesuit. It could be on a spacesuit. On a spacesuit. I see it on helmets. Yeah. Like, because he looks like he's wearing a helmet and it's a cool, like... Yes. So Absolutely. that's great, man. Yeah. Good job. Yes. Okay, so then what can you make one? So your icon, you, you just have to think about it. Like Like I said, I could tell you... What do you see as your icon? You know, yeah. it's really up to you. I can go. You, it, you like your sim, your letters. You like your initials. You like RD. Yeah, RD. I think. I think the reason I took on Rick Duchovny as my, like my main page, is like because that's I'm just saying, hey, that's my name, so I might as well brand my unique name instead of something that could be represented by somebody else and also also you can take it another direction as far as the creativity it doesn't even have to be your initials it could just be like an object of something somebody can say like a hummingbird right is my symbol and right. then that i can mm. organize that to be the most beautiful well, i'm symbolic, just curious you know? before i taint you yeah like 
to for you to I challenge you to tell me what you would do if you had to make my symbol right now. If you had to draw my symbol right now, what would it look like? Man. You want the tough questions, man. So don't be afraid to make a mistake, Jason. Let me see. Mr. I'm going to freestyle this one on the top of my head. Freestyle this concept. Hey, man. man. You got 10 seconds. That's very generous of me. <laughs> It would Awkward be silence. Zangief crying with a tear and then a podcast mic in front of him. <laughs> Visualize that. Except you. Zangief has <laughs> it a would beard. Be you. What if it's a beard with a pot with a mic and a tear? The beard. I like simplicity, I gotta say. And the tear. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't like 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 RD is cool because like think of it as like could you put that on a hat or no would i put myself on a hat i don't know it would it would have to be about what i stand for and not me i don't want it to be me my my if there's an icon i want it to be what i stand for you don't want it to be you your is, face right which no that's just the podcast that's retarded right yeah now. that's like okay that's for yeah. that but for your I brand, I think it was like a, a lot of because there's other brands that have our beard, right? For your and brand, I, yeah, yeah, your brand. It's a good start. Yeah, you don't, and like I said, you don't need it to be uh, you. Your honestly, face. for what we did up till now, I think the beard was the right thing because we were just like we wanted to jump in and we didn't want to waste time trying to create this like billion dollar brand. And if we did that, we would never get out of the gates. We said, hey, let's have something. So it's like something that is obvious so at least the beard right now is obvious but if i'm thinking of myself as like a limitless entity then the brand shouldn't be just a beard because i'm not defined by my beard it's just right now i don't even like like to me my beard's gone bigger and smaller because i don't want to be stuck on one look and that's oh my god i'm paralyzed i will shave it at some point i think it's been 20 plus years for the right moment. For sure. Yeah. Josh is saying no. Don't do it? I would do it. For the right, like if we did a charity event and I had yeah. to shave my beard for the yeah. charity, in front of my kids, <clears throat> in front of my three-year-old, I want them to see. I want to prepare them. Hey, guys, you want to look or don't look? Or we surprise them after. Oh, I can grow this out in, a, in two months, man. Don't worry. Who would but, you shave? But I would look very different. Who would you shave it for? Would it know. be for the Queen of no. England or no? No, never. Or who would it be for? Mm. For be a good for... cause that I believe in, like uh, getting people that are struggling in life a sustainable onto a sustainable path, like teaching them a career, they're finding their passion, and then teaching them and giving them a job opportunity, or or go live on. Or somebody that wants to go live on Constellation Farms. You know what I mean? Like that would be something. Contribution. Yeah. Absolutely. Thinking, I'm thinking. Shave the beard for a purpose. Yeah. Like for a purpose. Like let's say we're raising money for, uh, let's say we come up with a great idea that I really believe in. It's like, oh shit, we want to do a Kickstarter campaign. 
to raise money. We're going to raise a million dollars to put together some uh, work training programs on Constellation Farms. That's a great idea. Like, it's going to cost money. We need people to go out there, train people, and find people that are in difficult times right now that are like, oh, I'm interested in that. That's exciting. Interview them and go, are you sure you want this? Yeah, yeah I want to learn how to build structures. Cool. We have a job for that. You get to live on the farm, but it comes with like a budget. You know what I'm saying? So that would be something if we said, hey, let's do a Kickstarter and I got to shave my beard if we hit a certain dollar mark. But the, people would have to care that I'm shaving my beard. <laughs> the number of followers I have ain't looking like a million dollars right now. So maybe you, that's you, something. You guys have like the biggest beard in the world. And they'll be like, everyone's like anticipate like. This I could guy grow it out more. Cut his beard, dude. So that Why could be an interesting like lining <laughs> of events for our producers here to say, hey, maybe I start growing it longer. And in three months, we're now sponsored by somebody. We're putting some ad money behind our, you know, posts, behind our clips. And now we're growing our following. And now, now I'm going to shave my beard. It should be when I get to a certain number of followers, maybe. How long would it take you to grow a beard that? like Santa Claus? Fuck. Like Josh? Like Josh. I don't know if I want to do that. Even beyond Josh. <laughs> Should I do that, you think? Yeah. Well, like, you have you think? seen those guys, the huge beers, like, all the way? Yeah, that, huge. I don't know if I want that. I mean, talk about a spectacle. Yeah. I can go longer. I want to yeah, go, like, braid like length. A big, where you can, like, braid one, it, yeah. and it looks kind of cool. Yeah. Right now, it wouldn't be a cool braid. Be a little braid. Right now, you have it at Leonidas. <laughs> Leonidas? King, King Leonidas. I need to go bigger. Yeah. I feel like I'm compensating. If you want to make like a spectacle out of it, you know, like I used to think it was my double chin, but now I'm wondering if I'm trying to cover up something that's lower. Grow it low. See what I mean? Yeah. If you grow it long enough, you know, cover up everything. I would the say, belly, in my opinion, it's the belly. In my opinion, I would say play with it because you because you have so much <laughs> thickness. You know what I mean? That means it's gonna grow when it grows big. It's gonna be like. Right. I have a present. Oh, yeah. Right? So That's true. Yeah. It's like a mane. It's yeah. like a lion's mane. Like a lion's mane, exactly. Do I need to grow my hair out, too? <laughs> this feeling like a little nah, bit No, I don't want you to be Do hot. I need to, like a stick. I don't I want you to stick. be hot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to be hot. Yeah, you gonna I need be a, hot. Can we put a little <laughs> fan in there? <laughs> Bro, I'm serious. You're going like, to need some beard grooming. When it grooming. gets to this leg, I'm going to, like, do a little cutout and beard. just put a little fan that I can just... <laughs> Ooh, put that back, right? Dude. That would be great. Yeah. Because it would get a lot. So no top hair. I'm good with that. I can and you know, like, what, you know what we're going to do when it grows so far out and you're just like, you're, you're tired of it? You want to yeah. <laughs> shave it off? Right. <laughs> then we're going to like shave just this part right here. <laughs> right. Well, dude, you know what? And you're gonna, oh, it's my gonna God. I just thought of a great there. idea. <laughs> but this is going to be gone in the middle. <laughs> Jason. You're going to love this That's idea. That's going to be the best. You're going to love this idea. I will appoint you <laughs> creative director of the shaving. Of the shaving? So you can be like, all right, guys, let's Dude. slip. Let's clip here, here, <laughs> and take the right side off. Yes. Perfect. 
Oh my God, is that RD? Oh shit, that's RD. <laughs> that's the logo. That's the logo. It's a, initials in my beard. Initials in the beard. <laughs> Imagine if I did that, I art directed Dude. that. You have an art guy doing your beard. And an NFT your... hologram, three dimensional, like rotating image of my beard. Dude. As it's being clipped into RD, and then you go, <laughs> and you just like imprints the RD into your mind because it's so magnificent. The whole that 10 second clip is just what just happened yes how did they do that with a butcher's knife and so quickly and he just stood right there and took it he could have been killed <laughs> i don't know i'm just thinking out of the box yes that would have to be one magnificent beard man did you know that i guess i could do it that's the thing it is yeah. in my tool belt yeah all right i'll consider it Producers, Beard grower. put it on the dis to be discussed at our next meeting. Yeah. I see Rhythm growing a good one too, right? Rhythm. How about me and Rhythm have a fucking beard off? You we too. Have a beard off, yeah. And we shave it all when we get to a certain <clears throat> goal and we talk like WWE shit <laughs> about each other's beards. Like, bro, it's nice that you're able to grow it that long with a child's beard. Yeah. That's really good, uh, Jason. Like, we just talk trash. And yeah. You're, like, you're just jealous, Rick, because... I'm not compensating for anything. And I'll be like, motherfucker, you want to measure right now? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Rhythm's got an interesting beard, too. He does, man. Beards his, are like, kind his... of in right now. Let's do something with it. Did you know uh, when I, I, I kept growing my beard and I never stopped uh, was King Leonidas at 300? I yep. never stopped. I was like, um, interesting. I looked at, looked at the beard so different. After I watched 300. You leaned into your masculinity. Man, dude. It's kind of a masculine thing. It is. Uh, it is. I'm not trying to talk shit yeah. on people that can't grow a beard, but I do think, like, people that can't grow a full beard, like like this guy, I know, he's like a photographer. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's where the, some of the aggression comes out, right? A little bit where it's like, you know, no matter what I do, no matter how good I am, in bed even i'll never grow a beard unless i get that treatment and then then you're like kind of admitting that you couldn't grow a beard yeah so it's a masculine thing but i'm not saying you need a beard to be a masculine man it's yeah. just a symbol of masculinity yeah yeah i know a lot of bearded men that yeah. are extremely feminine which proves my point i'm just talking trash because i know josh can't grow a full beard but he's a very masculine man so look at this analogy right here when it came to 300 about the beard. <laughs> Do not edit that out for the record. You heard it here, guys. Guys, <laughs> this is contractual. I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Keep it in. Yes. The beard. The beard. I thought about this analogy of if you're. If war is going on right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is like King Leonidas. Right. War is going on right now. You follow the guy <laughs> with the beard. Are you Hello? A <laughs> inside of your restroom in front of the mirror? <laughs> like cutting your hair, making yourself <laughs> look nice, you know, doing that? Or are you prepared for battle? Are you battle ready? Always trust the bearded one. 
because the bearded one is not inside in front of the mirror trying to see if my look is good or perfect because it's nothing to do with that. You are training for war. We're at battle and war right now. Now you would be in the forefront of the war and your, your beard would not be of any importance. Of course you would be growing out. That's why the beard is so intense for warriors because they're not in front of the mirror. It's not vanity. This is like I'm training. Training and, and, and that, that's why I love the beard. The beard is the masculinity of, 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 a, of an animal, of the lion coming out. Like you said, the mane. That's why it I embrace kind of it so very much. very correlated to my growth. Yeah. And as I've grown into a more confident person, it's gotten longer. And I've allowed like, and I'm just saying my wife not liking it grown out is part of my growth to be okay with doing something she's not 100% with. As much as I want to please the people I love, I'm like, well, this is just what I want to do right now. And that was part of my growth to go against that because old me would have been like, okay, I'll just shave it. I'll just trim it. But that's not what I wanted. Yeah. And I don't tell her how to do her hair. Or I love her. I want her to be happy. You know, do whatever you want. Don't honestly do whatever you want. Like you should make yourself happy first. Yes. And she's cool too. So she wasn't like pushing me. She was just like, I don't like it. And I'm just being honest. I'm like, thank you for being honest. But, you know, I will keep that in mind. Yes. And yeah. uh, I'm not saying you need that. I'm saying maybe for me, that was that helped me. It was yeah. a symbol for me. It was. It was like, it could have been other things. It could have been the way I dressed. It could have been, which I did that too. Like I dressed more like I wanted to. Louder jeans, louder shoes, whatever. You know, and that's part of the growth, man. Being able to step <laughs> into who you are. Come on. You not saw worrying what people are going to think, man. See? You want to wear a hat like that and not worry. You remember? I would worry if I was wearing that hat, Jason. You remember Gladiator? <laughs> remember in Gladiator? Yes. Russell Crowe's all up in there with the beard coming in. This is the real Gladiator walking in, uh, and then you have the King coming down right to meet the Gladiator. The King is like all oh, nicely. There's no. It's like like a baby, all shaven and everything. But Russell Crowe, man, the bearded Gladiator. Savage, right? The warrior, and man, yeah, it's a that's, great image, man. It's the imagery, right? right. It's like, man. The, but if I go longer, it's going to be more rabbinical, I think. If you go longer, it'll be yeah, epic. It, it's going to be epic. Epic, yeah. And I'm getting in better yeah. shape. So correlating that because yeah, it's a more of a contrast where you yeah. go, oh, I didn't realize, like, which is uh, good. Doctor Chill called it your antennas. Your antennas are growing. Yeah. When you grow it out. Right. Maybe, man. All right. I got to yeah. say something for the record that you are the only person <laughs> I've ever known, yes. met, seen in the world that can wear that hat, a Jesus hanging on a cross on his shirt. Yes. And pull it off the way you do. I appreciate you so much. Right? Like, I'm serious when I say like, it's not that it's a bad hat. I would look good in it. We can prove it if you want. But <laughs> me and hats don't do well. I need like, that's why I always, you always see me in one hat and then it's like another hat later once the, this one's not good anymore. Yes. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate man. that so much. It goes with your confidence too and the fact that you're an artist and an art god that you're like, automatically you're basically saying, I'm going to do what I want. So under that guise, you get 
ultimate freedom. You don't have to go. People go, oh, he's the art god. You can wear any hat, really. You can wear a hat that's not a hat. And people will go, oh, he's the art god. That's the good thing about what you're doing is like, nobody can put limits on you, right? And you, you decided that. You could have said, I'm not the art god, and yes, I can't do certain things. I can only wear hats that are hats. But you said, no. I'm coming at it from a creator standpoint, meaning God can create anything, therefore I can wear something that's not even a hat. And because I'm the art god, I can do that, and it totally matches my image. Because everything does. Everything does. You get to wear whatever you want. You get that? You get to have whatever beard you want, whatever hair you want. Because you're the art god, Everyone goes, oh yeah, he's art god. Your shoes could have paint on them, or they could be, say, they could be different. You could have paint all over you, and then oh, he's the art god. You could be crying violently, and they go, oh, he's the art god. He's expressing himself artistically in an emotional way right now. You could be a WWE character once in a while on a podcast, and then people go, oh, he's the art god. That's right. He can have an outburst and go. I'm just trying to get a reaction out of people. It's fucking brilliant. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it gives you ultimate freedom. Ultimate freedom. It comes with yes. the price of people that go like, that just annoys me and I don't want, that just makes me uncomfortable, right? Like the God thing, he's taking God's name in vain or whatever they, they think. But I don't agree with that because it's just a word. You yeah. can define it how you want. Yeah. I like taking words back and making them yours. Whatever it is that, any word that bothers you, take it redefine it put out a dictionary i will buy it make it official done we got three minutes according to the producer jason this has been very amazing i, I don't even realize at this moment how amazing it's going to be because i needed to let it marinate a little bit that's what i do yes but i'm feeling it even right now man like this yes. has been a really interesting open whew, almost like too open but not too open conversation and it like was long and i don't know what we're going to release not release but i think we should just release all of it and let people flow with it including yeah. the interruptions and everything and yes get to be a part of this experience and then we can clip it up and put out clips and topics and music happenings misunderstood I told you too. <laughs> what I yeah. want to do with you guys is is beyond the podcast. Remember my beyond the podcast. Beyond the podcast with Jason the Art Cousin. <laughs> that's a great. That's actually a great. Uh, Dude, great show right beyond there. Beyond the podcast. Beyond the podcast. It's kind of Star Trekky. How do we segue into a wrap up? We've got two minutes. <laughs> I just did. Boom. See what we do? Whatever we want. Goodbye. Just kidding. So, Jason, dude, yes. honestly, this has been fucking amazing. Let's do another set. Yes. We can still hang out. Yes. I think our producers, one of them at least, I'm not going to name names, has to go. Can I say something they have before lives. we end this in three yeah, yeah. minutes? Let's do that, yeah. Two minutes, three minutes. Two minutes? Two what minutes, do we got, producer? three minutes. It's Just wrap it. In how many? Doesn't matter. Doesn't we got matter. 30 minutes. Go. 30 minutes? <laughs>
Dude, he just said it doesn't matter. Is he lying? He's dude, not a liar, man. dude. I stand by Josh's word. I do. He too. said it doesn't matter. I say 30 minutes is like super reasonable. Can I reasonable. tell you why Josh? That could have been five more hours. Can I, I tell said you? 30 minutes. So Let me tell you. You're why welcome, jo Josh. Why Josh is, Josh is, this is actually when I, I was thinking about it. Tell me. I want to hear I thought this about the podcast scenario with you guys. I thought about it. I said, what do I, what, what, what can I do real quick to not only just host and be on the mic with Rick and stuff and talk, but what else can I do? I said, I need to, I need to find something to where I, cause I'm, I'm I keep thinking about genius marketing. So I'm like, I want to be the one that's, that's right here during the podcast shows that basically helps make the podcast energy level pump up. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I want to, I think that the interviews and the depth are so powerful, getting deep and vulnerable. And then you segue that and we're, 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 we're exploring that. That's what we did today. It was just so amazing with the music by incorporating a little, and then cannoli coming in. Arnie, and us, welcome to the fucking team. Man, us, us coming up with a jingle We're we're, we're, we're basically uh we're we're limitless with how we can fix scenarios so that they actually work you are an art fucking cowboy you Look know that. like yeah that, that is a great shot you need to get a picture of that the art cowboy <laughs> <laughs> like Call me the Jesse, art god cowboy you're Jesse the art James god the art cowboy game. bro <laughs> no the art god cowboy stick him up with that background with the wood it's like such a great shot you need to get that shot and put it on yeah something but I am an art Dude. cowboy. You are so right. Whenever we do wrap up, I need to go with the outro because I'm ready, man. Yeah. I'm really amped. Like, I feel yeah. like you got me amped. Yeah. It's been a roller coaster, man. It's been it's a been roller like, coaster. What the hell's going Today's... on to, holy shit, is Jason teaching me another lesson? It's been real. He's the master. He's, 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 he's like, whatever you're doing is like, I'm like, oh, is he just trying to teach me a lesson now? I'm starting to think that way, but. Hey, it's you all know about what? we cried. Open. Yeah, we man. cried, and then we cried. Did you know? I, did you know? I I foresaw that. I foresaw because I saw you you the vulnerable state that you were in the the other podcast where you cried. Yeah, man. And I was all like, "Man, me and Rick are gonna cry." Dude, man. I'm I not surprised. It. So I I I I just you know because I, you are a very open person, and then if like I hit on some shit, which has been happening a lot lately. Because I've been yeah. doing things I believe in, and then it makes me like all like sentimental, kind of, yeah. because of the struggle and all that, you know. Yeah. But, oh, by uh, the way, let me throw this at you. Yeah. I forgot to say this. One last major thing. I am an art god, so I will be upgrading the visual presence of our background here in, in the presence of art, right? So that means. I want you to visualize the future of the podcast like Pee Wee's Playhouse, baby. So I can upgrade all the visual aspects that make us interesting on camera. We can make Rick's chair into a character. We can make the background right here into like some art that's beautiful and amazing that makes people say like, ooh, wow. They have the world of art. That's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse, he he went everywhere. It was like interesting. Hey, look at this. The table is interesting, folks. Right. You know, like that's how you become a marketing genius. And that's what we need so to do. So am I going to be Pee Wee? You're like the Pee Wee, exactly. In what way? <laughs> Where basically this is your world. This is like your world. Rick's world. Yeah. 
Papa Rick's world. Like Papa Smurf yeah. had his own house. Right. What was Papa Smurf's house like? This is your Papa Smurf yeah, house. This is so my like, like workshop right here, man. Yeah. This is where I counsel people. Yeah. This is where they counsel me. Yeah. This is where we elevate our game. This is where we share stories that help other people yep. elevate their game and whatever. And like I see said, see something from a different point of view, man. And like I said, right away, ASAP on the business side, monetize the walls. Sure. We'll get art on the walls. Do we, we have sell. to ruin the walls in any way? No, we could figure it out to All like right. to make it work. Because you know, I'm already thinking about the boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we could figure out to make it work. There's different hanging systems. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think I think that would be awesome, dude. Yeah. I have a friend that would of mine. be sick. That's a great idea, man. I have a I'm friend down. of mine who rigs anything. All right. So he's like, it's like, boom. Yeah. He's rigging Smurf. Rigging Smurf. I'm always yeah. looking for great Smurfs, man. Yeah. If anybody knows what kind of Smurf they are or wants to figure out what kind of Smurf they want to be, let's talk. Yes. We are, we're looking for high powered innovator Smurf. Exactly. You know, we're looking for. Uh, record-breaking Smurfs. Yes. You know, we're Well, looking. look, I do... I, I agree. Look, as much as I want to help everybody right now, I'm really focused on having my spirits company and the whatever I can do with the podcast as much as possible be on an A-plus level, like a championship-winning level, like where I want to be the best. It's not about winning the award, but I'm competitive, so why can't we be better? We don't have to win the award right away, but... Like, why not? Why are we, let's, let's be more creative then. Let's do something creative. Same with film production. I got, you know, the things I get involved in have to like grab me because I don't have time. And I've also realized that I'm not going to be as valuable to something I'm not passionate about. It's selling yourself short. Once you believe in yourself, you stop doing that, man. And you believe in the process yeah. and say, Oh, let me spend more time on the podcast because I know it's going to lead to something. Even when it's not there yet, you got to be willing to do it when it's not there, when people aren't listening, when it's not being promoted yet. And then see, like you get to episode 24 and you're like, it starts feeling like, dude, this is it, man. We're doing something here. Cause like you said, you do one painting. Okay. Now do 10. Yep. Now do 20. Yep. Okay. Now do a hundred. Now mm -hmm. we're on that. Like, it's going to get to 100. Yeah. We can't stop to yeah. 100 now. Think about it, dude. There is no way Josh is stopping before 100, even if he hates my guts. That's how much I know we're going to be at 100. Because maybe at 100, he goes, hey, we got to 100, man. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm out. But he'll never stop before 100. So By fuck way, you, Josh. I got you to 100, bitch. By the I'm way. Just kidding, man. This is, this we is get there together, man. This is but what people I are jumping on the ship now because we actually know where we're going and we're confident about it now. How would you expect an Ani to jump on board where she's like, oh, so you guys haven't started, so you haven't done an episode, so what are you doing? Well, we need someone else. That's why we haven't... No, man, you got to do it on your own. Lead yourself and then let people jump in. Like, I had to, you know, me and Josh had to lead the way, let's say. I feel like me and Josh led the way. Honestly, to give him props. I And I knew I that's what I figured out that helped me the most, like, I need another motherfucker that's going to be being able to drag this shit across the finish line with me. And that's what we did. Just like with film production. I have a, a team that's willing to drag shit across the finish line with no fucking money, no assets. And now they're getting big projects. That's how you do it. You got to be willing to fucking work, baby. And sacrifice and believe and be confident when you're not confident. 
Jason. Yeah. I was going to say one last thing, man. Um, your your backgrounds right here. Yeah. So I want to help basically on the um, on the film side, which yes. will help on the the organizing of the marketing. Right. Don't be shy the, about your feedback, man. And then the brand, the branded things. Tell me so, it is. so far, like right now, like check this out. Tell me, intuitive, right here. Well, that shouldn't be there. See behind you, right now. That shouldn't be there. That company, that company, Kettler. Not to point fingers. Is making money. Right. <laughs> I like them though. Yeah. Do you like? So those I here? choose them. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I'm giving it to them for free right now. Dude, give it to them for free. Tag them now. See, that's why what I have okay. to do as an art guide to help monetize. They make great table tennis tables, man. Outdoor, yeah. no problems. My kids love we gotta it. We got to get a sponsorship and from I don't them. need them to pay me, but if they want to. Yeah. I'm sure that, the they, table, we'll I'm play, sure that we'll they will. Fucking, we'll do a tournament here yeah. with a podcast. Yes. We could do one, two, three, four, five. We could have like five tables going at once. Yeah. Kids tournament, man. Art therapy, kids ping pong tournament. We should put a television screen here with just digital display, dude. What about a projector digital display that's going to display art, whatever? We could display digital stuff and hang art pieces. That should be a digital display, man, with a, yeah, a screen need, that comes down. You do need a digital display. And then a projector. Yeah. So you could kind of do whatever. Yeah. And a projector probably could do maybe, I don't know, hologram shit maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That could be a sponsored activity so that I could be like, honey, you don't have to research anything because that would always be her job. She'd take that on, but she's yeah. like, so I could be like, hey, we already got it. That projector would be the next step. And then we can monetize already with Twitch and, and uh, the other outlets of streaming live and just making money Let's live it, on man. the spot. All right. People would just donate like a crowdfunding <clears throat> manner to, towards us, you know? Which you and I like? Imagine if we did that. And we went live, and we're like, you know, millions of people are just watching us, in the same level as a yeah. lot of these celebrities who got big followings. But it's really for us. Like our people are seeing that, but they're they're gonna feel that in the same magnitude as the world. You know, so that's, that's just well, gonna keep. If anybody's us, still so. listening, if this is still playing, if this is a one take, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, but I think I'm gonna like start outroing you. The way I should have introed you, my brother. Yes, sir. And now, yes, sir. introducing Jason, the Art God, Lee. Jason Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Fireworks, fireworks, enter stage, and end scene. Wow. Ooh, I, got little, I got a little rush, man. I feel like I could go more. I could go more, but I felt I had to go, I couldn't give 100. I had to give like 97. What did you give that one? Honestly. Cannoli. This is your segment. This is your segment. Cannoli. Don't forget the cannoli. Don't forget the cannoli. Hey. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box.